I ain't even ready for what's about to happen. Uh, 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 yeah, they licking shots in the crowd, black. Nah, I don't see how you allow that. Here I go, I'm in the trap with the loud pack. Uh, got the smoke alarm covered with the shower cap. Yeah, ha. Separate the new bills, bad bitches in the nude, all on a few pills. Rolling triple beam and the fish scales on the table. Uh, the 44 long case a nigga try to play you. Uh, cheaper just to kill him than to wait for him to pay you. Thirsty to knock him out, gotta wait for them to weigh you. Pockets getting heavy, heavy. Choppers in the Chevy, it's either the straight yak or the vodka in the berry. Uh, but you ain't gotta worry about it, shorty, do your thing. Give it to him broad day, right on Martin Luther King. Okay. He ain't gonna stop till we got him enough guap. Uh, I'm a down bottom nigga, but I'm from up top yep. Street credibility, more than enough props Soon as you say the right words, I'm opening Can't up shop uh, Money in the Bastards. bag, yeah. it's funny you should ask Cause they going like hotcakes for 20 and a half <laughs> I'm in the strip club, uh, the whores all love it Loves money everywhere yeah, the floor's all- What, so it's just, we get this thing where I feel like I'm partly athletic So you can pick it up and just do that shit And golf just not one of those things, bro is it a is so it a black thing me, or you think? Wait, in what sense? What you like? Mean? Do we do we all feel that way? Like naturally, like oh, we can yeah, just, you know how we feel. Like we okay. athletic, you can just pick it up. But this yeah. to me, this ain't really that though. Like, what's intriguing and frustrating about it at the same time is it's so uh, like a mental thing. It's like a mechanics. You got to make sure you did this. You go through this checklist in your head because you're trying to do all of this shit right to hit the ball, and then you hit the ball, and then you got to figure out okay how I'm gonna get it from here to there. Mm. It's just a whole mental. It's like, have you ever done logic problems? You know when they do the word puzzles and they got logic problems. Have you ever done those? Logic problems, maybe. If yeah. You got to explain. It's, it's weird, but I used to love them, though. Like, so you know how they have those variety, like, crossword books? You had the crossword puzzles in there. Yeah. Logic puzzles would be, like, they'll have, like, five or six written clues, and then you got to mark out what what's impossible to happen. Like, it'll, it'll be, like, red, blue, green as far as some colors, and mm-hmm. then on one side, it'll have, like, Mary, you know, different people, and you got to figure out by five sentences to decide, like, who had what on. So oh, you wow. will go through You've deductive reasoning I'll send you an example I got an app for it Just look It's on uh, iPhone I got a Logic Puzzles app But I say all that to say Golf is kind of like that It's like putting and stacking Thought processes together Which makes it intriguing But also just one of those things Where you can't just pick up And start doing it either So that's why You see it so much on the stories it's People joining in Hearing us <laughs> talking about the golf game it's fun. I'm trying to get my homies to do it though. People have been receptive too, man. It's 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 one of those things where like take for example the last time I went to Nashville, uh my mom's husband. So my mom is my mom's not married to my dad. She remarried. She's been married about 20 years now. Mm-hmm. And her husband's son and I, his oldest son, his oldest son is 55. Oh, okay. It, so we they his mom and well, excuse me, my mom and his dad met when he was in his 30s. You're yeah, like he two years cool. apart, right? No. <laughs> That's funny, though. <laughs> but that, that, to say that, to say, like, he and I are cool. Like, we've gone on vacations and stuff together as as families. Hmm. Uh, but we ain't never really sit and chill. But once I started picking up golf, I told him I was coming in town. He was like, cool, let's go play. And I was like, bro, I just started. Like, I'm yeah. terrible. So I don't want you to think. He's like, no, nah, fuck it. Let's go play. And I've ta- I talked to him more those four hours and I talked to him in 20 years. But that's just what golf does because it's just you and him out there he telling you you get to know people's personality because what i wanted to go for even though i ain't good yet 
he's been playing for 20 years so he can explain okay i'm doing this this way and the reason i'm doing this is because of this and i usually do this here and the wind might affect it so i might do this mm-hmm. being out there and doing something with someone who knows it it's active in it it just helped me learn but i say that to say that's even a part of it as something that you pick up with your friends y'all pick up on the stage to go spend four hours golf solving problems talking chilling smoking if you drink drinking it's just yeah. a cool getaway fellowship dude time well I, I i i like that and i think there are a couple of things i wanted to say uh one is sometimes there's a great dynamic when somebody is really experienced and the other person is very inexperienced because mm-hmm. the inexperienced person is like yo like i'm really ready to learn like you you you, you on the edge of your seat because you're into it you're invested i'm ready to go Thanks. and then the person that knows it they kind of feel good like yo they kind of looking up to me right now. I'm, I'm about to really get into teaching. All right, here's what you want to do. So it creates this, I feel like this dope chemistry and this dope vibe right off the rip. Uh, I've been in a lot of them scenarios because I'm a I'm a inquisitive person. So people yeah. really just feel good because I always be having questions. But I think that's dope, man. Keep keep doing that thing. Uh, we got some, uh, actually, her grandpa got some golf clubs in the get garage. Them, like, get on yeah, with them. Yeah, man. Just the thing about golf, too. Ain't nobody good. So, like... <laughs> As sorry as I am, even when I'm out there and I see people been playing forever, they like still hit terrible shots, still miss the ball. Like ain't nobody good except for the people you see on TV. Mm. So once you learn, once you start learning the etiquette and put some forth the effort towards it, though, you'll be serviceable enough to enjoy it with other people. I think that's the goal to get to, to be serviceable enough where you ain't out there wasting your time, mm. but you ain't got to be great. You ain't got to be Tiger Woods either. You can find that little mixture in there, yeah. then you enjoy it a couple weekends out of month. That's what I'm shooting for. The equivalent I've of a pickup game, right? That yeah, type like of skill. Pickup game back in the day, yeah. Because okay. I know, like, even that's what we used to do on Sundays. Me and, like, when I was still in Nashville before I came to Atlanta, me and homeboys that I grew up with, we'd all get together on a Sunday and who? It'd be like 15 of us just nice. all day. Man, it's that's hot. Yeah, it started in J-Hole backyard. Then it got to his mom around. She said, "Yeah, it's too many niggas. I got to get away from my house." Yeah, yeah, I got. Y'all want coming in for water and all that. Though. Yeah, like using the hose pipe. Nigga, get away from my you know, house. You don't uh, even understand yeah. that when you're young, you think old people being petted. But once you old and you start owning shit, you be like, Yo, "What is this nigga doing in my grass?" Dog. <laughs> dog. Don't even get me started, man. Hilarious, man. This is another week in the books. AWITB. 2022 at gmail.com if you're trying to get in touch with the show of course i am spike lou mo what up what up with y'all man this is another uh one of those fridays the green effect we bringing fridays back y'all ain't had fridays this good since 15 30 35 it's another week in the books man y'all did you write that down that was practice hey man i'm a rapper man you know how we do it Come on, dog. I've been practicing that. I get no, that. I man. That. I literally on the I spot. ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. This is another week in the books, man. This is the podcast where we elevating the conversations. Like Mo said, we're bringing Friday back. Usually, right here, we'll leave with an off deck, which is a spinoff of the On Deck TV podcast that airs every Wednesday with myself and Animal Brown. Discussing the latest and greatest in Southern hip hop, hip hop as a whole, but from a Southern perspective. This week, we took the week off. Mo AB went over to London, went to go see the, yeah, he went to go see his football team. I'm sure you don't know anything about that. Is the Packers were playing over in London and they lost. 
uh, which is hilarious. Oh, man. We went 4,000 miles across the pond to see his team lose. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, we took a week off, so it wasn't no off deck really this week with mm-hmm. that being said. But you did have something. Yeah. From an off week, though. Yeah, which I'm not recording this week. Some just kind of small, but I do think it's necessary to speak to from both your perspective and mine. Uh, which I'm not releasing a new episode this week, obviously, because AB's out in London. How important is it to take a break when grinding? And the reason I thought about this is because I know how busy you are. and You've spoke on previous episodes of just being really active in this field because you have uh, you know, dreams and admirations and, and goals that you, you, you want to accomplish as well as milestones. But how important is it to take breaks when you're so your head is down and you're straight focus on the goal at hand? How important is that? Uh, very, I would say, but it's hard to do, right? Like what she said, when you're, tr- it, it's, it's hard to look at stuff from a, a macro level. I feel like when you are constantly trying to improve and get better, mm-hmm. So if you have this thing in your head where I got to get this and I want this and I want to be able to do this and I want people to be able to look at me for this and do these things, then you feel like there's always some work to be done. However, if you're not effective in it, then you, what's the use in, you know, busting your ass if you don't have the energy or the, the wherewithal to, to put the, forth the proper focus and effort that you need Mm -hmm. so it's really important it's really important to sit back and take a um a break i know for a while there everywhere we saw that no sleep Mm -hmm. kevin gates for i don't get tired Mm -hmm. all of that shit i don't believe in that bro you got to take a break you got to stop for a minute refresh pump yourself up put yourself in a position to be more effective like you got to take some time off you know, I, I agree. I, I think it's it's definitely healthy for your mental as well well as your physical health. It's a challenge because we get to those places where we might be amongst family, we might be amongst our uh, significant other. You know, and like we we know we chilling and stuff, but you in your head you think it like, man, low key. If I get back to the crib, I probably could write this script real quick. Like if I get back, I probably could go ahead and put this together like i i struggle at moments like that where i'm like man i'll be i see a window i'm like oh so and so canceled Ooh, there's a window here to do this but sometimes it's like no nah, bro you just meant to have a day off regardless of if the plans went through or not like take that moment to yourself and be present you know what i'm saying because like you said like we're always grinding and we're thinking about the next thing but you do have to take the moment to be present because well, I want to kind of take it somewhere else because I was thinking about this this week. How hard is it? And maybe it's not hard for you. It, I think maybe it might be a little different for you because you don't have a child or children at this moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how hard is it just from being in a relationship? Like you're trying to be able to balance in regards to like, I don't want to be grinding so much that this falls over here, but mm-hmm. I don't want to be so wrapped up in this that i am not putting in the real effort it takes to be successful in my goal either mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it's i i struggle being in the limbo of that because i don't because one way or another it's gonna be a sacrifice and somebody's mm-hmm. gonna get the you know the what i mean the bad end, end of the short end of the stick do you struggle I feel like oh uh, i understand what you're saying i personally don't struggle with it but you it can be a struggle in a relationship at times because if 
people aren't clear on their goals with each other, right? I think mm-hmm. for a lot of times that we're going to talk about communication. Yeah. I always try to hit on it early. If people aren't clearing their goals with each other, then it can get misconstrued as to what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. So if you and whoever you're dealing with are aligned and they know, like, look, man, I'm trying to make top whatever podcasters and have this much money in the bank and have this network and be this media person. If you guys have sit and discussed that, then the grind that comes with that has been discussed too. Mm-hmm. And there, in my opinion, I don't know if I'm right or wrong here, because yeah. I, but in my opinion, there has to be an understanding if that's what you like. If if the relationship is the goal, and you just you guys want to be happy and content and travel and just do that, then that's one thing. But if you said that was the goal, yet you're pouring more into a career or pouring more into a passion outside of that, then you lie. Okay. Right, so that's when the 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 lines of communication get skewed, and I think the frequency comes up in relationships where like a woman or a man can be confused because it's like, well, I thought this was about us, and I thought we were doing this, yeah. but you're spending a lot of time advancing your career, pushing forward your hobbies or whatever it may be. So I feel like those things have to be clearly discussed on a consistent basis too like revisit yeah yeah no i think it was yeah. once change you know what i'm saying it could have been yeah. at first so i just want to do a podcast and then it can turn into a shit i want to turn this into a network or have a media company and that yeah. takes a lot and the person who's on the other side of you got to understand like so you it's on you to have the conversation with I, yeah. you brought up a good point that i feel like a lot of times we don't do the service of the, the people in our lives not even that's our significant others but the our moms dads mm-hmm. we sometimes feel disrespected or slighted because they don't think we're doing as much as we are mm-hmm. right so they're like well, you ain't doing nothing you can now be able to answer the phone or you should be able to you know little small yeah. stuff like that yeah and we may turn our nose up at it or get mad at it however we haven't properly communicated hey this is the grind that i'm on Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I ain't gonna be able to pick up the phone or I ain't gonna be able to stop through the crib this this year for this, like cause I'm on this type of grind. And people, if you don't articulate that to them clearly, will take it one way and think you're changing on them or think you switching up. So I think communicating where you're trying to go, yeah, where I'm trying to be at, how I look at you on that journey. That's very and that again, not even with relationships, like even yeah. you and I doing the show together. Like if if it starts talking where you like man like I, you ain't we ain't done no topics we like if you start noticing or even I start noticing then somewhere the lack of communication was or maybe he wasn't looking at this the way that I was maybe he was trying to take it somewhere else and then something else picked up it's just as long as you're being clear about the path that you're on I think people who fuck with you understand it but the moment that you just worry about. I'm just on this path and I'm just on this grind. I ain't got to communicate with nobody. All you are to just get it. All motherfuckers see me working. They ought to understand. That's when the communication and shit get cloudy. And that's when you start having that. All you change shit. What do you think? Yeah, I I agree. I think what makes it challenging and, and this this may be some people that are um in the thought process of maybe they want a podcast or maybe they want a YouTube or maybe they just want to create content. The challenge for me in that, though I agree with the communication, is sometimes you don't got the whole picture yet. You got some tidbit of the picture. Now, maybe I'm maybe I'm younger, so maybe that could be it or maybe not. But mm-hmm. sometimes like I know 2017, like when when, we, when I first started like podcasting, 
Like my goal was to be the Joe Budden podcast. I didn't know what that entailed. I didn't know exactly how to get it there. I mean, I knew what I was doing to turn it up like that, but I didn't have a picture of like, yo, the business or the brand or the, I didn't know exactly. So I didn't, I wouldn't have known at the time to talk to my wife or to talk to my bros or talk to the people like, yo, this is the commitment level it takes. We got to do this because it, it kind of kept changing the more I got better understanding. So the update factor that you said, I totally agree. I think that is something we got to revisit. I know sometimes some people don't want to keep updating people because they're like, man, you keep changing your mind or man, you keep changing your idea. Mm. You keep, I'm not changing. I'm, I'm developing, you know, I've received new information. So I have new thoughts. I went back. People don't like that. I'm, I'm, I'm like that too. People are, you always changing up. Like I got new information. (laughs) There's new information. Survey says, yeah, there's new stuff about this. I do get that a lot from people too, though. Like, yeah. Oh, you said this and that. And then that makes you want to keep that shit to yourself. Oh, I ain't got to tell nobody. Like you said, I just yeah. going to grind and show people. Yeah. But then again, that that's where it starts to get murky. Mm-hmm. As you get older, you just have to be able to communicate. Well, oh. it, well, that goes kind of into what we were about to kind of yes, get sir. into with the relevant relevant events where we talking about. I, I text Spike and I said, Cause there was some stuff that's hit my mind and I was like, I, I got to see what he think. I didn't tell him what it was, but I think periodically talking about updating, we got to revisit some things. Like we have to revisit possible takes, possible opinions, possible biases every per- periodically, just as black men. I think this, even with relationships with your other black men, black brothers, you got to revisit some things. Like you might've felt some way in the initial point that you chopped it up with your homie, but then you've had time. And like we talked about, went back, developed new information has been revealed, a new understanding or a new belief in it has changed how you think and i think it's worth revisiting instead of holding it on top mm. uh but before we get to that spike you want to tell us about the shop <laughs> yes so the current events this is the zeitgeist we pull from for the search engines when people are looking for the shows to see if we're talking about the current events because it's part of this too and the short episode that we did we had your man's we talked about Kanye a little bit the white lives matter shirt mm-hmm. and that rampage that he had went on and since then he's done uh Tucker Carlson he's done other media outlets but one included the shop the shop is the LeBron James Maverick Carter they have people come talk like they in a barbershop like conversation like we do and they invited Kanye Prior to, I think that White Lives Matter shirt, but they talked to him after that, the day before recording, and thought that he would be good to go. They got there, they recorded it. After recording, they looked at it and said, "No, nah, it wasn't good to go. We're not going to put this out." It's too the the hate speech that you've seen him put on Twitter and got him banned from Instagram. He continued that in the shop. We don't want to put that out, so. We're going to politely pass and, you know, that, that's it on that. And you talked about walking stuff back and I sent you the article and you didn't even want to. You over Kanye West, I'm assuming. Yes. You're no more. Right. 
you didn't even mind to read the article to see how it tied in with walking stuff back you just seen kanye face and you was like fuck it. i don't want to see it lou yeah. like why are you even sending me this i only yeah. want to talk about his music which is nuts to me however, however nuts? well nuts because it's got part to do with what they did as well too i feel like a lot of times in our spaces communities amongst each other we get to this point where like well i ain't telling the nigga nothing else just let him learn for itself and that's okay i guess sometimes but what was the real intention in the beginning so i'll use the shop for an example before i get to you and i when they invite him on here they see the stuff that they have and they say him and jeezy was a guest on the episode as well and they say he and jeezy got into a shouting match like because jesus just wasn't going for it. like you ain't i'm not i'm not gonna sit here in your presence like you ain't gonna just spew all of this bullshit while i'm in here mm-hmm. i'm gonna challenge you on it recession jeezy right now yeah yeah exactly so that was my issue with them pulling it because i do feel like these other spaces like i said when we talked about the white labs metal shirt motherfuckers was quick to post that up oh i can't believe it they got think pieces everybody got the picture and it didn't matter to them at that point in time how that affected black people. It was just, oh, I'm offended. This is wrong. Let me throw this picture up here. Mm-hmm. Black trauma is the, like I said when we were talking about, it's the number one thing in America. Really however, can. however, when you get him in there and you have people holding him accountable because he offended other people, you say, oh, well, we're not going to put this out. I feel like there was a lesson to be learned there where in we're showing the world in our spaces amongst each other this shit that y'all are praising him for and bringing him to sit down for and oh, listening with so much interest for this bullshit's not gonna fly over here and I feel like that that was part of it in there like you have a lot of people challenging him not letting him get that bullshit off that he gets off around mostly yes men I feel like that needs to be seen now I do understand they're trying to protect their partnership with people the people that he offended they may not want and may be backed by those people as far as funding and partnerships and don't want to like burn bridges I'll say however what's more important though what you what did you bring him there for because I feel like you brought him there for the message of what you're doing is wrong what like wanting to speak for black people and then you get him in the room with black people he's challenged and it got a little heated but we're too we offended though we don't want to we don't want to put that out because it got a little heated we're scared of how that may look we weren't scared of how it looks when we was posting white lives matter shirts we ain't scared who got mad and we it didn't matter who got mad at that you can't lump it just matter that you was outraged you, you can, can though but now you can't because you it's, definitely it's different com- it's different company it's different Tell me what com- you just mean. because it's it's different black people like we have different uh-huh. types of black people you know we have different type of black businesses we got Which different is, type of black media So mm, this is not shade room You know what I'm saying Like this is You know The shop That's why hope. I feel like It's important in that sense Because you do have Different sorts of black people When you have Kanye Out here as one of The more popular ones One of the ones That does cross over And sitting down there Doing Fox News Since he has that appeal And he's sitting here With the other black people That you're speaking of That aren't like him yeah. The mixed variety that mixed bag you need and the world needs to see that that shit won't fly in those spaces. Like you need, we need to see him challenged by black people. 
We need to I mean, see drink him. Like, wasn't enough though. Yeah, there was more of a like Kanye. Like there wasn't. There was no shouting match. Is what I'm saying. Like there, I feel like the the reason that the video didn't come out is because he was being challenged there. That's my. I ain't talking about platform. I ain't talking you think about Kanye anything. told them to pull. No, I feel like they pulled it because in the midst of them challenging him, he may have said some offensive stuff that would have been a negative look for their outlet. I think it would be negative for him. For him, I think they would. I think they were trying to protect. I don't care at this point about him. No, no, and that's my point. But that's what I'm saying. That's my point. But when you're saying trying to protect him, why though? Because he's a black. We don't have to. Like we, we, there's gonna always as much. But the rhetoric that he's putting out there is even more dangerous. Yeah, it is. But we, but you need to show that there's p like, there's this, there's this like underlying tone that Kanye West has some power in our community that he does not have. And what people need to see is him in our community talking to other people that look like him and getting shut down. Like when he's sitting right there talking to Tucker Carlson and he right there with Candace Owens and those people are praising him. It looks like to people who don't know a lot of black people that oh they are they cool with this. No, he need that video needs to be out of him being challenged. Him get like it took the nigga eight years to say, hey, uh, Sway was right. Sway was challenging that nigga. That's why that's a classic videotape. Van Lathan, that was a good one. Yeah, Back at TMZ. It was, it was, it was. It was. But I don't even respect what I I man, I'm a fan of Van. No, too. I know you, yeah, you I didn't like that he came, he did he came and said that um Kanye had been talking about this. Well, never mind. I, I, I he said that he said something to TMZ. Mm -hmm. In relation to the Jewish stuff and Hitler praising Hitler, and they didn't put it out. It made me wonder why he waited this long to say that. But that's neither here nor there. I mean, but you you sure, seem like you disagree with that because you're disdain with Kanye West more so. I mean, I'm okay. So you said last week, and I I said I wasn't gonna speak on Kanye. And this is really loosely based on Kanye. He just happened to be. Yeah, a this ain't even really a Kanye West. This is more so yeah, about something like said, walking stuff back. Walking and, stuff back. And how I put it into walking it back is. There's a media company there. We went into this with the intent of getting the message out there. Now, it may have got a little heated, but I still feel like that message was in there. And because we didn't want to offend anybody, now we're going to walk it back and we're going to even withhold that message from people that may have needed it. But we didn't consider all of that when the White Lives Matter shirts were being posted. I mean, but again, for me, it's like you said, like the bigger picture. You talked about the Azalea Banks situation, right? And you was like, okay, I understand what you feel and what you're going through. I'm about to get a billion dollar deal going on, right? That's that. There's a time and place. So I feel like in this moment, the bigger picture was we not trying to showcase black dysfunctionality right now. We not mm. trying to add to the zeitgeist of black disorganization, black ratchetness, black uh, ignorance, black disagreement, black uh, separation. We not trying to add to that. We trying to we want to push for sure. Could maybe the community community could benefit. But to be real, we got the Internet. Y'all do your research. Like to be like, oh, we needed this video to let us know that he don't got power. He needs he's being challenged. It's like, nah, nah, we don't need that video. Like he's already shot himself in the foot. If anybody people keep like, oh, but when he dropped that music, nah, you need to do your own inventory on what you feel. Like I don't think that type of content is gonna change anything. He's done it. And when he he said slavery was a choice, 
regardless mm-hmm. of digging deep and understanding where he's coming from, that was enough. But doing the Trump hat, doing the White Lives Matter, doing all these things, he's been, black uh, Black Lives Matter scam, like all of this stuff. He's been doing this stuff for years, so everybody got to do their own research. Like to have that video, I don't feel like it's going to change anything. It's just going to uh, be pushed with the narrative of black outrage. So I don't think that's necessary, bro. Yeah, I disagree. I don't think that it's a black outrage thing. I think it's more to of not being a monolithic voice. And I wish more. If, if the video doesn't come out, I'm not saying a need sense of and from a learning basis. I'm saying needing to be in the zygates from the sense of understanding that there's more layers to what you usually see. And the only and that's that's a hard thing to do. Like you said, it may look like just black ratchetness. It may look like black disdain amongst each other with niggas arguing. It may look like that. But what ultimately it's providing is the different viewpoints that are in this community. Like so many times you get or so often you've had Kanye West out in front with that MAGA hat representing this community in the wrong way. And he gets so much coverage when he's representing this community in the wrong way when he gets put in his place that shouldn't be hidden i understand that there was harmful content in there geared towards other races and you have to be careful as a media company but i also suspect that there were some points in there being made against him and that there was some smart enough brothers in that room to make him feel like or sound like a dumbass i suspect that I may not be right or wrong here. I do agree with you in the sense of no, I, I, the video, it doesn't matter. What I'm comparing to, though, is how openly we're willing to share like the black trauma. Like everybody had no problem sharing the White Lives Matter shit, regardless of who that would piss off, how enraged it would be you. And then you got black outrage on the Internet for three days. Versus everybody being cool with Oh I'm glad the video didn't come out Because I didn't want to be more embarrassed I don't think that's the right thought process To have if you're trying to get real answers Or if you're trying to get to a real conclusion Otherwise you're still going to let Kanye West after this come out Go on an apology tour People are going to feel sorry for him And he'll do this shit again Like it's just a, it's a revolving door To In order to, to, to Avoid that revolving door more content around the subject the topic him being out litigated in a conversation needs to be seen so you think that it feels like he gets the coverage because it fits the white agenda exactly but then when it's when it's, when it's challenged it gets mm-hmm. it gets put under wraps now we're putting it under the, the rug so then it still fits the white agenda Yes. Because now, okay. Because now you, because you guys, that's now, my frustrated part. Yeah, okay, I I can see that. Like, yeah, from that standpoint, it's like, all right, yeah, you guys are trying to create this like, token, it's bigger than Kanye West and house opinion, nigga yeah. type of narrative, yeah, and we yes. can, if you're going, we from can that challenge that narrative if we want. However, we okay. want to be careful. Like, nah, fuck, okay. we ain't careful. We ain't careful when they doing it to us. 
So I, I just I do feel like there was an opportunity there. And again, I don't know what was on the video. It's a lot of speculation here. I, I mean, read some about yeah. it. I heard a, a uh, shout out Big Jeff. He sent me a podcast. Well, I don't even know that dude's name, man. He was uh, mm-hmm. talking about he knew some people that were there doing the recording. Mm-hmm. That was why I learned that uh, Jeezy and Kanye got into the shout match that they got into. Mm-hmm. But it's just I just feel like he goes like he picked soft landings and I feel like this wasn't a soft landing. He probably thought they was going to get in there and they was going to let him get that shit off. And I'm glad niggas like Jeezy was in there like, nah, yeah, facts. Bro, I ain't going for that shit. And, like, and come and, to the barbershop, nigga. Let's yeah. talk. In fact, and that's why I said that's why because I told you like he's not really there for no interview. Like he's there. All he I'm does just every time. My shit. I'm just going to spew. What we and just talked about I'm before, saying. a new and, process and of I thinking. can do that. And there's this thing, like, and he does this Facts. every time. I'm like, bro, that had zero to do with dude Great. talking about I'm your glad album you or your shit. Oh, and there's this this thing, this this reverse classism. Um, like, I'm what glad are you, you talking about, up. bro? That has look, nothing to do with nothing. That what you're doing. That what you're doing right there. That what are you talking about? That has nothing to do with nothing. That's where that comes in in the rooms with us. Mm-hmm. That's when a nigga like Jeezy say that to him. Mm-hmm. Like Nori not gonna say that because I'm here for the interview. I'm, the I'm happy to be here. That was cool. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Mm-hmm. The drink champs interview. That's cool. That's okay. Yeah. You're getting good information there. Tucker Carlson. I set that up so I could spew this shit out and white folks would look at me that way. Mm-hmm. When you come to the barbershop, my nigga, it's just like what you were saying. When you spewing this bullshit, I had niggas gonna chat. What, man, what are you talking about, bro? Right. Niggas is gonna we checking you in here. Mm-hmm. That's the video that I want to see where the nigga is getting checked. It didn't happen in the documentary. He beefed with Jay Z over getting checked. Like you really don't ever get to see him getting checked because there's this narrative that he's some thought leader in our community and he's not. He's, he's not exactly. So I, I, there needs to be some information and content yeah. out there behind niggas checking him consistently in this community therefore when you get to these white lives matter shirts and all this bullshit that he's talking about it's taken with a grain of salt okay spike you made me walk it back i'm walking it back because now i'm like you know what <laughs> like i just i no, like he gets like that's yeah. how you get that because god you get, that yeah, god com- thing com- he got that complex oh, god, Jesus. because then you get up. around you get around these different ethnicities with different accents and, and they're praising and glorifying shit. and you feel like yes. Yo, you, you ain't your putting past, that shit off around yeah us, like, bro. like like black people are the 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 low the lower tier of the totem if pole and it, but but the, you you're right here here's what i do want to ask as we transition ideally for you mm-hmm. who would you, and i think i know who you'll say but i'd rather hear you say it who would you say if he was like on a press tour who would you want to challenge him and be like they ain't about to let this nigga off the hook at all if it was up to you and you could produce this and say this is the person i want on the other side of the mic challenging kanye and the footage is coming out who you thought i was gonna say joe of course yeah. of course that would be good joe would but i feel like joe would be over him so quick it would get so emotional like joe yeah. would just like yeah i feel like because joe like it you can tell how disturbed he gets behind some of the bullshit and it, as we all do mm-hmm. so i'm not sure how conducive that would be for an interview that's a good question mm-hmm. let me think on that that is a good question because i almost would want it to be someone who wasn't as polished as even a joe buttons mm-hmm. i will also i almost wanted to be someone who i think i got somebody and it's gonna go into my shoot my walk back let me hear let me hear all right so i gotta walk back something we're gonna lead it right into it because it's Y- y'all, Ooh, y- I got y- the person. Y- y- y'all, y'all about, y'all about. Oh, you, you want to go with it first? Yeah. Uh, All right. He, go he don't even pod no more. He's in jail. 
If Kanye oh, West had sit down I with Tax, Tax, boy, that would have that, that's it. That would have been locked the door. Don't let this nigga out of here. Don't let none of his helpers or nobody in there. He's sitting in the microphone, him and Tax. That's that's the one that I would have wanted to hear. Mm, I, you yeah. ain't making it out of this one yeah. with all that bullshit, my You think Fat Joe would do justice? Nah, because Fat Joe's still trying to. It would be good. Fat Joe yeah, would challenge would, him ever he, so. Like he would gently poke him. Yeah. Because right. Fat Joe it has dreams of being in this media world, yeah, so he yeah. don't want to come off too abrasive. Yeah. Tax would be the perfect nigga. Like he oh. had when he was talking to was that nigga Troy Ave or the Joe Budden's interview or like that. Even when he was talking to Meek, like mm-hmm. that's where that's the type of tone. That's the type of conversation that we need to see Kanye West have with like a real black. Some, you some know what? Shit. If it's not shit, a black, bro. here's gonna be a crazy hot take. I got two people. <laughs> okay, y'all gonna y'all ain't gonna like this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Vlad TV <laughs> mm. because Vlad, See, Vlad, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I get. We know we black people. We don't rock with him like that. But I feel like he gonna he ain't in the camera. He gonna ask the questions that he gonna make. He gonna let you ISO. You, if he asking the right questions and you let him ISO, he gonna make himself naturally look bad based on these questions that he's saying. And people mm-hmm. be like, oh, okay, so he's not the genius in his communication. You know what I'm saying? Or because they wanna they wanna hell him genius in everywhere. But see, but, I, I feel like we already know that. That's just gonna prove to the people who got the blinders on. Like most of us, I mean, but like that the what same we, we, people. We already know that. I want to see him realize it. I want to see him oh, sitting that in happen. that hot that seat. I want to see him sitting in that hot seat and realize, like, God, this nigga's body in me. Bro. Like, I don't even know how I even got here without this. Ain't bullshit. nobody gonna I, do that's that. That's what though. I, I want to see. That nigga melt. Pause. That's what it, it, I want. But but you but the person that comes along has to have more arrogance than him, and ain't nobody got a bigger or just ego. not a not give a fuckness and that their tax has Fat but, tax but, got that or but, but but here what I'm saying though it's not yeah. based on them. You saying you want Kanye yeah. to realize this is you ha- Kanye has to realize not the interviewer. He yeah. got to realize and can't nobody. He said I just told you who I thought I was a god. <laughs> he said this. Yeah, so you he thinks he's a god. What interviewer? <laughs> Do you but you know, I'm gonna save my other one because it's gonna be a part of the the homework. So I'm gonna save mm-hmm. the other person that I think could go right uh neck to sword with him. And I think okay. it'd be great. But uh so Spike, I wanted to get into while we talking about this, a few things you feel like you gotta walk back. You you hit me and say you got some sports takes. That you feel like you need to walk back, and I know that you've been involved here on some sports podcasts, uh, as well as many other podcasts. And I got some walkbacks, but it's more on the podcasting end. I, I got like a couple of them, and so start with your podcast walkbacks because what's right. more to let me hear okay. what you got. All right, so my first one, I can't believe I'm saying this, bro. What's that? DJ Academics, bro. Mm. This man. And y'all know how I spoke about him when he was talking about the the seventeen. If she's seventeen with a college ID, yeah, like we we know about that. That's the type of nigga he is. Yeah, yeah. But this man's podcast, bro, off the record on Spotify, where it has the video and the audio, you can click on the video portion. His podcast is so niche. Like to go from YouTube talking about street life and gang culture, reporting it to being a this man was. What are you talking about on his podcast, bro? So I watched today. 
I watched like three of his podcast episodes. So the one I watched today was with T Grizzly. Mm. And, and this interview <laughs> was so good, bro. Like he got yeah. T Grizzly opened up like the whole scam, what happened, how you robbed everything, and like, but he does it in a and it's so weird because you would never think a square nigga would be able to get that off. Especially Ooh. academics. academics? Get what off? Like like the, the interviews or like, like, like answer like in the words of Beanie Siegel, like you're not qualified. Like he's asking and he's getting it off, but he's understanding. Give me an so like, what, what are you asking that you were like, I can't believe you asked that. He went into some bag about snitching. And like they it, it kind of got a little murky, but it was interesting what T and T Grizzly, like he's a dope dude. Like you got you got to check that interview out, but we'll get to that part. But he was asking about snitching. He was asking kind of about the crime because T Grizzly was going into this story about him. I think when he was either jail or prison, but like he was talking about like he whooped his old niggas. I <laughs> he was spoil it, but it was it, I forgot what the question was, but it was something where I was like, yo, I can't believe he just asked that, but he found a way to word it in a certain way. And I mean, obviously, we know from rest in peace, uh, PNB Rock. Uh, he, we, we seen that clip that came out, but like the I way he, act though. I respect act. Nah, nah, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I respect that he found a way to be successful and he wasn't likable. I respect that that part before this, but listening to this podcast and he, this man came. His podcast started in November. He's already over like a hundred twenty episodes. So I gotta walk back my level of respect for his work ethic because what he does on his podcast, I can't believe it, dog. I I don't want to like it. I don't want to like it because I don't want to like him. Like I'm like this nigga's annoying. He's he, he me and him in that same age group, and it, these are the type of niggas I'd be like, see, you be the one in making us look goofy out here, and they be like, oh, these them young niggas. But what he does on that podcast, bro. Hmm. Oh my goodness! So I gotta walk back that my my respect for his work ethic and his content creating. I gotta walk that back. Interesting. Yeah, I, I respect Act though. I, I like Act a lot. What's really? Going on? Whoa, 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 whoa! As far as what he does, and he's still able to maintain a a resemblance of success to finish the sentence. I don't like him a lot. Just it's a standalone statement. What I meant to say is similar to what you're saying With all the flack and hate that he gets And then almost being pigeonholed Into that like Subculture of YouTube Reporting on gang violence type stuff He has gotten out, to that, out of that And grown a lot more So I can see that Because he is He takes what he does seriously mm-hmm. That is one thing I will say And that's what makes I love when people take stuff What they do serious And they into it that does something for me. It makes me want to learn about it more, and, and it kind of helps me buy in. So, I'm here for that. Okay. I'm here. Well, for that. Give me one of your walkbacks. What you had to walk back here recently, Spike? Man, a walk back for me. Let's see. What is a walk back for me? Mine will probably be more with TV. Uh oh. TV right now. <laughs> is it a sitcom? Nah, nah. I ain't seen. I ain't watched I, a sitcom, and so I tried I to watch know. a sitcom. I can't think of what it was. Just I know. Recently. It was all right. I think it was called. It was called Moax. Oh, the uh, one on Netflix. On Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I, I ain't check I, it out, but it, it seemed like it was pretty decent. Okay. If I had to walk back anything, and I, 
I guess because my mind is constantly changing. That's why it's hard for me to just stand on one, or excuse me, just pick one thing because my mind will change every day. Really? I got to walk back to Breaking Bad as far as me thinking as how good of a series it was Uh-oh. in hindsight here. Uh-oh. If people know me and they've been listening, they know how high I am on Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. I think that that is a better series now that it's finished. So if I had to walk back anything as far as that TV related, I used to have David Chase, the Sopranos creator, as the nah, god there. Nah, don't do that. I think no. Vince Gilligan nah, got it. Nah, don't do that. Gilligan is that dude, man. He nah, is my it, number one TV dude, right? Like, he can't do no wrong. Dude, though, the, what was it, the Stephen Gold or what's the dude name? I thought he was the one that okay. was like, he was like, it's like two of them. And Vince Gilligan and uh, yeah, Gould did help him with. But I thought he Saul, was like more of the lead on, on the Saw. He was, but both of them worked on Breaking Bad. And Vince was on. He wrote for this one too, though. So wait, wait, I got to get a credit to Vince though. Okay, David wait, Chase you... ain't got the number two like this. My walk back is Breaking Bad being the number one series in that world. I'm walking back that and replacing it with Better Call Saul. Oh, That's what I'm doing. Then I've moved on from that point to replace Chase at the top. TV for me with killing. Ah, right, well, that's all right. We oh, oh, we about to do this review, and it's it's it's, it's about to be out of here, dog. Like by the oh, time we wait. get to season three, it's a wrap, dog. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, I was. I'm walking back again. <laughs> well, oh, I, I, I I gotta run that saw. You, have you ain't? Did you finish Better Call Saul? Yeah, I finished it. Uh, you weren't that high on it. You I remember I told you. you. I said I I said arguably, arguably. I yeah, I said arguably might be. You know what I mean? Better than Breaking Bad, but I ain't ran that Breaking Bad back. But, and I'll let Breaking you. Breaking Bad gonna make you mad when you run it back. I know, I, 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 I know it is. Like, the, the, the challenge, and we'll move on, but the, the challenge for me is this is why I don't feel that uh, the other shows can compete with Sopranos or David Chase in that regard is because all, both, all the shows can go dark, all the shows mm-hmm. can have a great lead. All the shows can have a great script, great acting. All the shows can go all the way on the uh, suspense and physical and murder and all that. But all the shows can't go on the funny. And that's why I always put Sopranos above them because you know how hard it is to be funny, bro. You know, because you don't probably don't laugh at a lot of stuff. So Sopranos. Better call uh, Saul. And uh, I'm going to tell you what do the funny real well in a drama. Okay. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones wow. and House of that, that shit is there'd be some funny shit in there. Brian, That's my type of humor though. Uh, I, I guess you gotta text me like, a scene. Text me a scene that be like, yo, this scene right here, this is what actually made me laugh for real. And I, I mean I don't mean like a huh, that was funny. I mean like cause like literally a laugh laugh. Yeah, Game bro, of Thrones is funny to me. Wow. That's intriguing. That's okay. part of the reason why I watch it. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite shows. You got another walk back? One more I struggle with this like I do see one of the things for me I, I do change my mind constantly but mm-hmm. I don't I guess I kind of walk back is a strong word for me because I'm always willing to change it anyway so I ain't really never really I think committed to someone I'm dying on that hill I mean but it don't you don't have to necessarily down the hill but you have to have been passionate and it had passionate to hit, hit a whole 180 that's what I mean. Gotcha. Like you might not have been like, ah, oh, I don't care what it say. This is the end of it. But it might be like, yo, you was passionate. You was giving it up crazy on on your your viewpoint and hit that, the uh, <laughs> Views album, views album was ah, a thing bro. for me. 
Like I, when I first heard that views album, I was like, bro, this is garbage. Oh, me too. Why am I listening to this? I don't I like. What is he doing? Saying. That is down my favorite Drake album, easy. Wow. I think it's. I think that easily is damn near perfect album. Bro, Considering you know what? what he does, low low key, low key. Yeah. Out we this past weekend, we went out to like Orlando and we was in the Airbnb and we was in this. It, weird flex, but okay, it's one of them yeah. situations. But like, bro, I was playing and that, that views playing. I was playing that views controller. Ah oh, man, dog, <laughs> dog. Like that I even listened to the that, song yeah. with with him and uh, Party Next Door. That with you song Like I never liked that song Like it's about us right now girl What we doing I never You can let bro, that ride on vacation dog, though I was let yeah, at the crib. Everything. You can let that ride I even let the intro yeah, yeah. ride And I never All let the of, intro ride That's one of my fa- That's probably my favorite song on it All uh, of my lessons Yeah friends. man I, like, I never I let that ride anymore. That's my shit no, right But I tell you what I did run back close. And I gotta walk this back too But this is a small one But I had to walk back that Uh Uh more life i had to I, I I, yeah i had to because only because at first i was like man what is this all these sounds and this and that but now as you see like nah he this is who he is and then i listened to that and i even listened to the recent album never mind what Scorpio? is it? no the never mind no, that that little mm-hmm. house music the one after certified lover boy yeah mm-hmm. i actually bro i like it i like it a lot actually Crazy. Because I never listening to that again in my life, bro. I'm telling you. Well, here's what happens. Like, it's not like you be around the house, but it's like you riding around running errands. And I don't feel like hearing niggas kill each other. Like, I don't feel like hearing nothing. I listen to podcasts running around, so I ain't. ain't, I'm always. I I throw some music randomly. That's why. That's why when I say, I'm not saying that I wouldn't give it a shot at some point. But there's more. It's more likely that I stumble upon a random podcast like the one that I sent you about the end of the world before I go back and listen to a Drake album. I'm just saying it from that sense. Like you know how my skin. Yeah, I listen to a book. Like I just started listening to a little Boosie book. I listened to that. What do you mean? Just started. This is a little Boosie got a book. uh, Oh, his book. Cross the tracks. Yeah, cross the tracks. And I'm just saying, like, before I would even run back more life, I'd probably listen to that whole book while running errands versus hey, listening man. to Because I don't want to hear niggas kill niggas either. I ain't listening to that. Oh, yeah. But I turn to words and more so NPR and shit. I appreciate that. But I, it, it was a song, man. Like, so he got a song on there. I damn near was going to use, and I can't believe I'm even saying this, but I was going to use the Young Thug verse for the intro of this song. He has a song with. Uh, two chains and Young I remember Thug. That song, and Young Thug was rapping, like regu- regular rapping, no gimmick, that no song nothing. Banging. And they, and they the all did that stuff. Yeah, and, no, not that one. That's the Portland one. It's another one. Oh, okay. They they was like oh. talking about talking about something like face. I'm talking about, but like Drake was like he was getting some stuff off that like I was like yo, I was because I just shut down on that album, and then when I just say you know what bump it because I just. I got Audio Mac. That's my music program. So I just downloaded a bunch of his stuff. And so I went back and listened to More Life and I was like, yo. What is Audio Mac? Uh, I will probably. No, no, it's a a regular. No, it's. (laughs) Man, still streaming in 2022. That's nuts. This guy. Still using Napster. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) That's crazy. Anyway, I, I move on for the foot because this this is gonna be get, me getting into my like my nerd hip hop type whatever. But okay. um, 
but we can move on. But I will just say quickly, my other uh, walk back is Joe Budden. Uh, I've listened to a few different the uh, legend. Uh, yeah, definitely. Like I ain't take nothing away from his uh, what he's done. He, he's a big inspiration to both of us in regards to this space. But I, I just want to walk back that I'm considering coming back to the pod. Maybe I still don't really. I did like Ice when he had his own podcast. But Ice had a podcast. Yeah, he had a podcast. He's and it, the podcast was called I Don't Do Podcasts. And it was when that Insecure was new. He had this girl named Beatrice on there. I don't remember what her race ethnicity was, but she was like some kind of Caribbean. But like, yo, I was here for. I was so mad when they stopped. But now, like, I don't know if I go back. But what I say is, Joe Budden was on Brackets. You familiar Brackets on Complex? No. So Brackets is they do Brackets of different things. They bring guests on. They like best uh, posse cut, best, and it's hosted by B Dot. So it's a pretty good show. Something fun in between time or whatever. So like hot ones or something. Yeah, like hot ones, kind of you know. But they do their little brackets or whatever. So he was on there. I like where he was taking. He had a very interesting take on Biggie. Uh, I liked him on, uh, and this is going to be my homework assignment when we get there. But I liked him on uh, Academics Podcast. Man, what? Oh man, like you know that conversation. But we'll get to that. But and then I liked him on. I think it was the I Am Athlete. Yeah. And the reason Joe I walk, was on an athlete. Mm-hmm. I and, know that. and the reason I walk back my take on him and shouts out to Big Jeff is because he does show remorse. And that was my oh. issue. I was like, okay, you you in some other space, but he's had time, you know what I'm saying? And now he realizes like everybody has elevated since separating themselves from him. And then also he's understood that like I may have been a part of the process. But it may not been for you to be with me, for you to flourish to your highest level. And I'm okay with that. And I like the way he was speaking. Yeah, he had. So he's shown growth and it it feels like real because I fell off of him because I'm like, okay, nigga, you nigga, you was talking all this creator. You capping like all the way. I ain't rocking with you at all. But now that what would you say? I said, Joe don't strike me as a type. And I don't even understand people who do this. Like where if you're not working with me, then I don't want you to win. Like he don't oh, strike no, no. me as that type. But there's just niggas like that though. Oh man, he's that's doing weird. his own thing. That people will root against you if you ain't fucking with them. That's weird. That's yeah. weird. But yeah. but yeah. So uh, this episode we talking about communication, man. Uh, we we meant to get to it last week, but we had some some difficulties. So we're gonna move through. But this is very vital. I know that y'all been here for a while, but this is very vital for black men. And I want we want to have this conversation. So, Spike, I want to ask you, just starting right off about communication. In our society, of so many ways to communicate, has it gotten better or worse, in your opinion, communication? I'm going to sound like such the old man in saying this, but I think it's gotten worse. And it's just from being observant or be if, you, if you're around like high school kids, and I don't know if we were like this to older people. But there's just a certain lack of understanding. It's just like that they almost are so used to talking and texting on the phone when it's time to have a human interaction. It's like they're almost dumbfounded. Mm-hmm. And I'm speaking from sense of going to the like grocery store, fast food places, uh, shopping, customer service online what like whatever it may be personal interactions going to football games uh, high school football game or whatnot it's just like it it seems as if everything or all 
verbal communication is so shorthand now it's like lacking so much depth for lack of a better word but i feel like as a whole the communication gap has gotten a lot wider even with the internet even with things because we've all kind of taken to our personal favorite way of communication i think how weird it is for you now or maybe it's just me like when someone calls you <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you like text like if someone just calls you randomly out through the middle of the day it would be almost like well, what's wrong like because yeah. they you almost feel like they could have shot you a text but that's how removed we got from like just speaking with each other and we're yeah. so used to like typing and texting shit. That's the observation that I've made, and it may be all just growing old thing. Like I mean, they like they may have thought that way about us talking on the phone or having beepers oh, okay. or watching like TV. a generational you know each generation. Yeah, it may be a generational thing. So you are younger than me. Do you think that like have you seen communication drop off, or would you say that it's on par with when you were growing up when you were in high school because cell phones and shit were out when you were in high school? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Absolutely, I had a I had that classic sidekick, and I loved it too, boy. Yeah, I had a sidekick. Me and oh, Jay Ho had, cold yeah, we had bro. stag. You had the swivel or the slide. That was probably the the, the, you the swivel. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, the real dog, yeah. big dog. Yeah, yeah that's the I, I, bro. Hot take. I, I, that was I, my favorite phone, bro. That slick okay. might be my favorite phone okay. still to this day. Hot take. I think they should bring back buttons. Like that's me. Like mm-hmm. some other people might not feel it, but I need a keyboard. Like, like I need a black bear or something. Like black bear, like the like the sidekick. You know what I'm saying? Or the one the sidekick today. That slick might work. We could just slip the screen up and then type yeah. on the little thing. You got two options. Yeah, That's it. Buttons no more. Yeah. yeah, two options. I, but and I I thought I really arrived when I got the when I got the keys. I'm like, oh yeah, and I'm good at typing. I was like, oh yeah, I got the keys, dog. But anyway, uh, but yeah, we 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 had that in high school. We had that that classic razor, that fresh phone. But um. I think that the communication, I definitely will say that it has slipped, but I don't think it's because of multiple ways of communicating is why the communication slipped. I think that communication is slipped because of the narrative and what's being promoted. We are constantly what's being promoted in our face is if this person don't agree with you, then cut them off. Uh, you do you. Don't worry about it. You don't need them in your life. I've seen this so many times, bro. I've seen this in the church. I've seen this in like in social media. I've seen this in you the church. You just did it today. Did what? When I sent you to Kanye wishes. Well, I ain't talking about that nigga. You just did that. How, he's not my <laughs> friend. Like we're not we don't have I'm, a relationship. I'm speaking in general. You bring up a good point. That is a good point. We do that too often, but you just did that. How's that doing that? He's not my friend. Like because I don't know him. But the conversation still, though, is a tiring one, right? Like, it's something you feel like, why do I got to keep talking about this? We do that a lot in our community amongst each other. It's like, what's understood ain't got to be said. Well, why do I got to keep saying if you you should understand it? When sometimes it just takes some people a little longer, man. Well, and I try not to do that. I know what you're talking about, like, cause you know women do that. Like they do that a lot, where they be like, oh, well, you supposed to? Nah, I ain't supposed to nothing. I ain't no mind yeah, reading. You gotta let me know. You know what I'm saying? But, but that's not the same because I don't have a relationship. He, as far as from our position, you over it though, right? I am over it, but from my position, you just serve as content. You don't. Ha- I don't have a direct connecting connection to you. Like, oh, okay, so you're saying on a personal level, you wouldn't do people. You don't just be over people like that. 
Nah, like it, you got to kind of like work my nerve to the point, or like, like I had a friend years ago where like he just used to like talk to his mama any kind of way. I was in high school, and like I used to let it slide and go over his house and stuff. He just used to be like extra whatever, but his mama used to be like putting dope, like a whole bunch of gr- like he was living good. He was in one of them neighborhoods, and we was in like a townhouse. We was doing all right, but. You know, niggas still get robbed, but he was out there in one of them neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the suburbs. And he would just be like treating his sister and his mama any kind of way, like just talking crazy. Like, and I was just like, bro, if you don't stop, like real talk, if you don't stop talking to your mama like that, bro, we ain't, we ain't friends for real. What was his response to that? He's like, man, hey, man, you know, but well, he talks a certain Is kind he of black? way. He was black. He was black. He was like, hey, man, well, you know, man, hey, look, like, I, I, I didn't mean to do that, man. We could still be friends. I was like, Is all it right, like man. Disrespectful? Like, now I'm, just, I'm intrigued. Well, you this. just, well, because you're getting, I get really bothered, even with kids in the store. I get really. Wait, but wait, wait, stop. Before you okay. go there, dude, like, the, your friend. Yeah, you're saying friend. he was disrespectful to his mom's. Like, is this like, Yelling at her is just like cursing at his mom's. It's just like being short with her. Like, what level of disrespect are we talking about? We talking about like you kind of you kind of slightly aggre- a little too aggressive for my comfort. I can tell she ain't feeling it, but she's used to it. You kind of being short with no, her. No dad around. No dad around. Uh, you, it's you, interesting that you felt like you had to say that. I don't know if I would say that to one of my friends. You know, the, the thing it was, it's so weird because I was a different guy. Like I used to be very outspoken. <laughs> Hi, yeah, that's why I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I would even receive that if you would tell me that. I'd be, I, I almost feel like I'd have been like, okay, nigga, you ain't got to be my friend. I mean, I mean, yeah, but you're right. But but my thing is because I all it is was at a young age, at 18, 17, yeah. I'm caught. I'm I'm like. That just registered with you Cause I used to joke about it Like bro chill out Like your mom trying to like You know what I mean It was a build up To the venture I was just like bro Look real talk If you keep talking to your mom Like any kind of way Like I can't support that I can't rock with you We can't be friends for real Cause I don't like that I don't like how you be talking To your mama like that Cause I love my mama And I, I just can't be around Dudes like that Like mm-hmm. I've been around homies Where it's like you know, Like you stepping out On your chick And like like I know we like we got a whole system in a relationship, and you, if you moving weird like that, and you want me to be your accomplice, like dog, I don't, I don't. That's that's corny. Like if mm. you married and you don't, you corny to me. Like I can't rock with you, bro. Like don't even don't even holler at me because I I stand for something. So I don't rock with that. I don't hate you. I don't dislike. I you. just don't get down like. I that. just don't get down like that. So I got all the way out outside. That's of interesting world. to have that stance at your age. It seems that usually comes when you get a lot older. Well, well, I've always had an old soul. Like I've always had, and then we can go into that another time. But like my mom used to like always be like, boy, what you know? Yeah, like because I cause just most always, of the times nigga be like, it ain't none of my business. I mean, now I'm more like that. Like I, I like I'm I'm Benjamin Button, so I'm getting younger. That's why I always say I'm getting younger as I get older. For real. <laughs> nah, but I, but I, I, I mean, I agree though. Um, <laughs> with with that, like as far as. I, I I never want to be accomplished. Don't use me as the Mm-mm. lie. Like I don't want to be involved at all, my nigga. Mm-mm. I would yeah. rather be oblivious. Uh, but most of my friends know that about me too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all be y'all going? Y'all shit. thirty years in the game, right? Yeah, don't put me in shit. I don't got <laughs> nothing to do with it. Uh, Boy, but yeah, like I, that level of because, like you said, you stand for something, and that's important. And I think that that goes a long way in communicating amongst. Friendships and how they stay solid. Like, like I, like you just said, me and my friends, we've been friends damn near thirty years. Is because 
we respect like who each other are individually like it ain't i ain't trying to make you do shit yeah i'm pretty much know if we going to do this you ain't going but me and him going to do this and you ain't going but mm-hmm. it's just it's how we we know that about each other and i ain't trying to like it, it, it wasn't a lot of coercion amongst our friend oh, like, yeah. come on man come on like we don't do that shit so but have you ever been in one of them situations though not like mess, maybe coerced. not a friend but like like you i don't respond with that at all that's the worst thing for me like being in a car in a situation was like oh i didn't know we was not like necessarily a friend might be a friend of a friend and you might just be hanging you ever been caught up in a situation where you riding around and they up to some shady stuff he's like bro what did i get myself into like as a young boy because i promise (laughs) you i've been through that i was like i was gonna say i mean that day this is that's just a day in the life in Nashville though. I ain't gonna lie. You wake up like there was a certain time period, like there wasn't no getting away from damn, I'm in some shady shit. Like it just was it's it I tell this to people all the time, they really rarely believe it, like, but that was just that was the environment that I lived in for a while. So it wasn't nothing, like you said, for something to be in the car or somebody to have something on them walking in the house. Like it, that, that just was the environment that I lived in. So it almost seems crazy once you remove yourself from that environment, how comfortable you were with those things, like what you're saying. Like I never, it never even really registered. Like I said, I went to jail behind just like riding around, wrong place, wrong time, shit. Not just wrong place, wrong time. We weren't riding around. But it wasn't shocking. Like it's just it was normal because like the shit was always around. Everybody had their hand in the pot mm-hmm. uh, as far as trying to make some extra money doing it. So it wasn't like you would almost be surprised if a nigga didn't have something on Cause like yeah. we used to get pulled over or you would get police get behind you and you like, oh man, bro, you start we out. pocket start emptying and you throwing shit like like that mm-hmm. used to be a way of life. So it wasn't just like uh that shit wasn't and I'm not bragging on it in, in any sense of the word, but it never registered me like that because it was so normal. I had seen that forever. Like, bro, I have a, the, the faintest memory of hanging with my dad in, uh, in South Bay Projects. That's where he grew up. He grew up on the east side. I'm from the south side. And him chilling over there when the very, bro, I don't even know how I remember this, but the story was retold to me. I'm talking about them coming to pick him up in the police car. I mean, of course, he was standing outside in the projects. You know what? He got probably a pack on oh, him yeah. or whatever it may be. But they come put him in the car and had they. I was with him. So they put me in there and I've had the story told to me. Oh, well, you were crawling out the police car backwards or whatever it may be. But I just say all that to say I've been around that or you were around there from where I'm from since a very young age. Like, gener- it's generational, damn near. Mm. So. It ain't never really man. So like, communication like, was my like mom the last used to try to stop, but my mom is super, super uh green though. Like so she used to try to like that ain't normal. You don't need to be around this. Like of course your mom would well, my mom used to tell me that because she wasn't about their life at all. Well that's good to have that perspective. It, it does create yeah, a balance because yeah. then you're like, oh wait, wait, wait. You know, mm-hmm. and then you just gotta understand it, it, that helps understanding the risk. You don't understand the risk. Yeah, when you, you don't, don't get understand. it when you're young. Man. Exactly. Um, you don't know what you got to lose. Exactly. That that's the that see, that's the fun in being a child or a teenager. The naiveness, not knowing the risk of anything, jumping off this slide, cro- going up the slide the wrong way, climbing up the 
the the swing set like it's just going for it because you have no idea of the risk the world is not a risk to you so that's Bruh. the beauty in childhood and then once you reveal that yo you can break your arm <laughs> you can go to jail you can get it's whooped so in a fight. ironic Bruh. that you say that and use the example of break your arm because i was gonna talk have you ever broke your arm before i ain't broke nothing i broke my i fractured my wrist in the fourth grade wow and um talking about risk you know the little like i, I was up at the center that's uh, what we used to like, go to after school it was after football practice you know how behind the backboard they got the little things where you can jump up there and you hang on them yeah the thing that got this coming from the wall to the backboard and it's the outside like, or inside gym inside gym you know how like so the goal of let down oh. and then they had a, the the two big beams behind the goal Attached going into the, the yeah. wall where you can jump on it like it's like a pole you can jump on it hang on it or whatnot mm-hmm. No risk, not thinking about nothing. I'm jumping. It was, we were so dumb. We standing on the bleachers trying to jump out as close as we could <laughs> to the goal and grab <laughs> the back of the thing and hang from it. Yeah. And boy, I tell you, I did it. Jump, slipped, and fell on my wrist. It was my left wrist, and I'm left handed. I write with my left hand. And of course, you know, you're not supposed to be doing that shit. And <laughs> I never forget. <laughs> As soon as I fell and got up, my wrist was, brother, it was, my wrist was probably the size of my forearm. Like, my whole arm was one size. It didn't get Ooh. small. It just all was fat. My dumb ass went out to the water fountain and was running cold water. <laughs> Niggas. <laughs> That's a- but that shit hurt so bad, though. And I was really, I was like scared to tell my mom, because like, doing some shit you shouldn't have been oh, doing man. anyway. Oh, yeah. But that just made me think of that with the wrist factor, and you said broken arm. And then my mom. What, what was I what fourth grade like nine eight so that yeah. makes her like 28 29 she didn't even know it was fractured bro I laid I had I, <laughs> I had I was crying all night with my arm propped up on a pillow before she took me to the hospital on some like well maybe something's wrong was you trying to quiet the cry? Uh, at first okay. but then it like, like so she had a boyfriend at that point and he used to work he used to deliver papers so he had to wake up at like 3 4 in the morning and get up and get ready for work and i yes. never get he, he came in there i'm still up 3 4 in the morning balling arm fat as i don't know what and he was like nigga <laughs> he looked at my arm <laughs> and then he woke my mom up and she was like do it still hurt because like my mom was not she's like me that's why I, like she is not melodramatic at all like you would almost think she could give two fucks less but that's just it ain't that ain't the case it's just how she is y'all got, y'all got composure is that that's yeah oh, super okay. composure my mom was like so the next morning rolled around she took me to the hospital i figured out it was fractured or whatnot but it just made me remember that because you don't even register the risk i just I jumped out there trying to hang on that thing and boop, bro fractured I, we we had these friends uh we was probably around that same age i probably was in second or third grade but we had these friends named jock and jeremy and they was brothers one was tall one was short and like we used to be running and doing front flips no hands and then we, mm. they, then they did we do back flips like i was good with back flips with them but i needed the, i need the hands though like i gotta do the back flips with the hands i i ain't i ain't comfortable so literally you going we in a part we at the apartment steps going literally into the, the apartment and it's just one step you know what i'm saying it's the, the gravel one step go right into the apartment but I thought it was so cold. He did a backflip off the one step, no hands. Got it. So 
I, I kept practicing in the grass backflip with the hand, backflip with the hand. And then I started saying, okay, move, remove the hands. But I kind of was doing like a slant style, like it wasn't all the way a backflip. So I yeah. was like, okay, I'm ready. Like a it cartwheel took me a, type. Flip. Yeah, like a cartwheel. So I finally got on a little step. I, I jumped up and I always had hops. I jumped up, bro. Worst decision ever. Jumped up in the middle of in the air rotating. I make up in my mind that I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. Mm. Bro, I land on my neck. Oh, man. I land on my neck. So I didn't even complete the whole rotation. I'm just blessed that I didn't break my neck. Break bro. your damn neck. It'd be so crazy. I, I could have been paralyzed, bro. Like, you scared I, I, to tell your mom what? Oh, man. It's I crazy had, how you yeah. fuck up with your kid. You oh, so scared man. To tell your mom. Uh, like he, or like I know you didn't have siblings. Hurts so. like a motherfucker. Oh man, bro, I had a crook in my neck. That was. So I ain't that had was, siblings, but did, then we'll get back to the communication. Yeah. I didn't have siblings, but I had cousins. And we oh yeah, I never forget one. <laughs> I accidentally hit my cousin in the head with a brick. Like oh, who was throwing? God, was throwing. I badasses was throwing bricks on top of the house. Like you just picking bricks and throwing them on top of the house. I don't know how she didn't move as a girl too. I don't know how she didn't move and didn't see it, but that motherfucker came down and hit her right square dead in the head. Oh. I never forget that. She might be a little touched to this day still. Oh, maybe, maybe we we did something. Well, it wasn't that, but we fe- we fell on my sister's neck off of a tree branch. It was like three of us sitting on the tree branch, and we fell on her neck, dude. Like mm. yeah. that used to be used to be that used to be the. <laughs> When shit like that happened, boy. That was the. It used to feel like the whole day before oh, somebody man. came home with authority. You had to tell bro. them, boy, that no, feel it like, being in your stomach. You'd be like, man. I was like, sis, please don't tell mama. Please don't tell mama. Please, <laughs> though. But I, we was blessed because it, it, it hurt where we fell on her neck. It was like this how a squat bar goes on your neck. So it mm-hmm. wasn't directly on that bone. It was like a little yeah, under the like shoulder. That. Yeah. So yeah. she was cool. But we were mad young. But yeah, that, that's crazy. But. Um, communication. Why do you think black women have a hard time communicating? I knew you was gonna go straight to that one. Uh, that was uh, one. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. This is I can't speak for black women. You ain't gonna put this me is an opinionated like show. We ain't we not the doctors. We don't got no doctor degree, degree in communication. That was the one I turned my nose up. Say it again. What'd you say? Oh yeah. Well, that's great because I turned my nose up today too. So this is what makes this show so good. Another Wait, week in the it? books. AWITB2022 at gmail.com. Uh, but why do you think black women or we'll put in black men okay. have a hard time communicating to one another in the relationship? And actually, I didn't actually mean black women. Now that I'm looking at I, I think I meant black men. I actually did mean black men. So you, you you actually lucked up here because I did mean black men because you know how men don't be like I don't know like I don't know I just feel like and they don't never really articulate what they're feeling when they're in the relationship as far as like if they are hurt or they're going through something with family or going through something with them or going through something with their you know what I'm saying like why do you think us black men when we are in a committed relationship why do we have such a hard time is it because we don't know how to articulate or is it because we're trying to protect their feelings or uh, from your experience or from what you've been around or what you've witnessed or I'm not putting this directly on you and your personal life but I'm right. this is a generalization here you know what I'm saying I, I you know I feel like that throughout most of our lives 
we have a struggle with our feelings being validated anyway and what i mean by that especially for us as young black boys i'll suck it up you know you're tough you walk it off throw some dirt on it things of that nature it wasn't it's always frowned upon you're not supposed to be the crybaby like you're not supposed to go run into your mama like you ain't supposed to be a mama's boy all of those things are instilled in us very early so as you grow and you do start to have different feelings that you you know you just come natural with being a person we lose ways to articulate that like as a 30 year old man for yourself like how do how would you even tell your homeboy hey bro you hurt my feelings like how would you even like we don't even have it's almost like we don't even have that in our vocabulary and our what we on a day to day like how do you even approach a conversation like that with another black man per se without it almost even before it gets out of your head saying damn I'm tripping like you almost invalidate the feeling yourself because you've been told your whole life well I ain't supposed to feel like that I'm a man I'm I'm tough and I'm rough and buff and I ain't they can't hurt my feelings how they gonna hurt my feelings however it happens though yeah, it does. and then I feel like what does happen is since we can't articulate man this nigga hurt my feelings we sit on it you feel like oh I'm bigger than that we bigger than that we can move past it but you still hold a small thing of resentment yeah, in there. you're right and then that builds every time that happens it's never addressed and then you get niggas that blow up you're like hell where did that come from I feel like it's that to answer the question when you're talking about why we have such a problem communicating reiterate is because for so long our feelings were invalidated now that we're at a space where mental health is important niggas are having conversations and we can even have conversations that get heated enough disagree and it not lead to anything other than okay i just disagree with you my what, nigga like what, what, ain't got what, what, what do you mean invalidated what when did your feelings have to be validated like what what do you mean by that like to say hey yo your feelings are true they're real like when did we need to who do we run by for the process of validating yo your feelings are real like what do you mean invalidated good question yourself right so like even before anybody else deals with it it got to come in your head mm-hmm. uh, you got to deal with it you're like damn that just happened like damn this nigga just no that nigga didn't just couldn't help like no when i'm talking about invalidation i'm talking about that back and forth that you have in your head that you're going back and forth with when you're telling yourself even though you know your feelings are hurt nah, i don't matter i don't care man fuck that shit like a nigga we quick that's what i mean to sum it up the fuck that shit mentality i really didn't matter no way i don't really care fuck that shit when in all actuality you did you do however through your experience in life what you've been taught it shows you that you're not supposed to oh you ain't supposed to act that way towards that man like you ain't supposed to get emotional or you ain't supposed to tell a nigga that your feelings hurt behind something he said y'all supposed to be you got thick skin y'all supposed to be able to just y'all mean right Mm. so what i mean by invalidating is just how society surrounds the feelings of men anyway mm. like wh- where where would you go and again i'll go back to this question and i'll give it to you with that 
where would you go and feel safe in the space and be like, damn, bro, you hurt my feelings? Or even though it ain't even gotta be bro, like to your girl, to your your boss, somebody at work, somebody you go to school with. You as a black man, when would you feel comfortable even saying that? Work is a challenge because most times uh, us black people, uh, the the people we work with, unless it's a black owned business, is predominantly white. So we're always concerned about the narrative that will be created after we expose what we feel. We don't want to feel like we don't want you to label us. Oh, that's the angry black girl, or that's the angry black man. Unfortunately, because we want to be looked at on a humanization level where we're, we're equal. I'm black. I got feelings. You're white. You got feelings. So the work part is is very much a challenge for me. Um, when it comes to my bros. Wait, wait, wait. When you say the work part is a challenge to you, and you're saying that somebody, you ain't really cordial with them. Y'all don't talk outside of work. You know his name. Y'all stop and talk, maybe TV at the water cooler, you know. And he says something out of the way, offensive, out of the line. In order to refrain from being labeled, you wouldn't address that. Is, is that what you're saying? Uh, I mean to be honest, I I've never come across that. And then most times when I work with people, I kind of uh-huh. come in with a, for lack of better term, ignorance grace. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, so ignorance grace for uh-huh. me is okay. I'm going to assume you literally like you've heard this before. Where they be like white people, like I thought black people were making this up. This really happens that type of grace like okay you really were ignorant to the fact so the words that may come out that may be offensive i try to apply the ignorant grace another one of these another week in the book phrases that we need to get on a t-shirt uh so what if it's not ignorance though what if it's just something to just genuinely hurt your feelings like like what 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 i mean i'm not that sensitive so what would hurt you like what's something in the realm of you would think like damn, that was, like that was like at work that was kind of low like yeah okay what if what if you would put your all forth in an effort in your effort to do something and the guy wasn't the the guy you're turning your project into didn't say it, it didn't meet admit the criteria but he's just saying hey man mo this doesn't look like you really gave it too much man i would have done this better i mean it's just really <laughs> isn't great man it's just sitting a great project after you put your all into it <laughs> Like, how would you even address, like, me? like, brother, goddamn, nigga, I thought I bodied this. You know, or would you just let it be and go try to do better? I don't, I mean, I probably just let it be because, honestly, bro, when I go to work, like. What if it's subjective, man? Like, what if it's like, you? what if you know that this is some good shit, however, you know that he has a varying opinion just because he's different? I don't And validate. he's telling you, and he's trying to tell you, though. You're okay. answering to this person, and he's trying to tell you, all this isn't good, man. I I'm not going to say that I wouldn't consider his opinion because the realization Fuck his is his opinion though. How would you address how he made you feel? I would because you it. know I would, it ain't. I would. I wouldn't address it's it. the project. Okay, got it. Be- That's because what I'm because I always feel like I don't owe you that. You don't owe someone communicating how you feel. Yeah, I don't owe you that. That's these are my feelings. If I right. so choose to let you know what I'm feeling, that's an option that I chose. If I don't but you feel teach like people how to treat you though, right? 
So if you don't address how someone has made you feel, how would you curtail them making you feel that way again? Well, it has. There has to be a track record there. It, most times when I go to work, I come there with right. zero. I go to. I go there with zero expectations. So okay. I'm not looking for you to be what I need you to be in regards to how you treat me. Long as we have a professionalism, we're good. Right. If you go off pocket to go somewhere else, like pandering or something of that sort, I don't really care because I know what I'm here for. In the words of Marshawn Lynch, so. I don't really be tripping that much about it because I know what I'm here for. I don't have a relationship with you. You're not my friend. You're not my buddy. I don't care about you once I leave this job in reality. And if I leave this job altogether, I'm not going to reach out to you. So how you come at me, long as I'm not feeling disrespected as a man, I don't really care how you feel about me as a co-worker. You know what I'm saying? Long- so you yeah. don't really show that vulnerability at work. Not at I all. Hear. Not at all. So you're not vulnerable enough with anyone at work for your feelings to be hurt behind something they say. Okay, let's say it's me and you. Okay. Let's say I'm suggesting something or you suggest something. I'm like, bro, that's stupid. And it's like not even in a sense, not even in a sense of you gave it some thought or looked at it. It's just thinking the idea is stupid and that like you may value my opinion, but that still may have hurt your feelings. Mm Mm-hmm. How do you address when, like I said, someone hurts your feelings? Though? Like I don't even, and, and it's funny that you're you're struggling with this, and I'm pressing because I'm trying to prove a point. I would be the same way. Like, how do you, as a black man, how do we even really address that? Like, I don't oh. ever think I've ever told someone, "Damn, man, you hurt my feelings." I definitely have. Really? Yeah. You know, you here's why. Here, 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 here. <laughs> I love it. We got to get that on some merch. Trying at the lunch table. We, we gonna, we're going to make a merch page before we, the Christmas. We, but by we, Christmas, we're going to have a merch page up. Yes. Well, Spike said it. You heard it here first. Holidays. We're gonna have a, we'll, that is in the works. Yeah, we need like a Christmas bear crying at a lunch table or something. But yeah. um, I've definitely said that. Like, and, and, really? And here's, here's what's helped. I've, I don't this think I've ever told like. Maybe my girl that like I've never told like my mom that definitely not any. Oh of my yeah, friends. I've definitely I've told. It, it's it, you work up to it, but for me, Drake has served as a form of a therapeutic leader for oh me. Yeah, <laughs> you know here, here's why you laughing you laughing, but here's why Man. and uh, people that are my age that are 32, 35, 30, 28 27 whatever the group that were born in the 90s they're going to relate to what i'm saying because drake came out and he was expressing emotion where we always felt what he was saying but we never felt bold enough because we was like ah men don't do that men so when people was calling him soft we we were able to just hide behind that 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 narrative because it's like we ain't we ain't in the industry we ain't the one making the music but when that man was like talking about like I know that showing emotion don't ever mean I'm a pussy. Just know that I don't make music for niggas that don't get pussy. Those are the ones I count on to diss me to overlook me. Like on Lord knows. Like I was like, yo, that's exactly how I feel. And he said he's done this so many times. So Drake helped me a lot in that regard of saying the things or singing the things from an emotional standpoint. It's like, yo, I've been feeling that way. I just never was bold enough or courageous enough to do it. But after Drake, AD, ironically enough, 
<laughs> AD after Drake, I was able to have a conversation with my mom and tell her, like, Mom, you know, I feel like because you and Dad, you know, y'all have divorced, I do low-key, Ma, feel like you put a little too much pressure on me. Oh, and she wow. was like, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, I try to be there as much as I can because I know that you're still hurt and you go through it. But sometimes I feel like if I'm not there, you put too much on me. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, I didn't know that. And it was hard for her, but she recognized and she made an effort to make that adjustment. And she has made that adjustment. And it, it's been great for our relationship. But she also still be honest with me. when she's like, I felt like, like my uncle had passed away, her brother. Uh, I think last year And I didn't make the effort to go to the funeral Out in uh, Kentucky uh, Things was just busy I, I just didn't stop and make that a thing And she communicated that to me She was like you know I understand you get busy and stuff But I, I just feel like you should have been there She didn't She didn't scar me or nothing But the fact that she was so gentle with it Which is growth on her end I said you know what I'm sorry mom you're right I should have been did your mom she is 52 Yeah So she's 21 years older than me Or No she Yeah No 53 21 Yeah so she's She's 53 I'm 32 So she's 21 years older than me My daddy is uh, 19 years older than me Your dad had my old head Yeah Yeah so He was 17 <laughs> She was 19 Yeah <laughs> That's pretty cool Yeah I mean that's just I've never had a conversation Like that with my mom At all Like this You heard Like I don't, I don't think Why not? I've ever done that Has she I mean have you ever been hurt though Uh yeah I mean you know Like these moms They they gonna give it to you Raw sometimes Yeah However um, What were you about to say I'll say you never But you never said like Mom that really kind of hurt My confidence Or my self esteem Or my How I That, that kind of hurt a little bit Mom like or even in a joking way In no kind of way You've approached this I have not Now that I'm thinking about it Saying that it, that it has not I have not ever. Is it that serious Of a relationship Y'all have Like if you If you guys are like Very similar Like you're You pretty You're a pretty serious person And then Yeah my mom is too She She's more serious she than you think she was mean She ain't as serious Well That's where I get it from it's well, another yeah. version of me. It ain't as like, like you can tell my mom something. She's like, 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 mom, relax. Like it ain't. I wasn't even telling you to. It was. I was just sharing some information with you. Yeah. You ain't got to do nothing. Nothing needs to happen. It's just. It's cool. Oh, I thought like she real like that. Okay. Like my mom is the type like, for her whole life is she go 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 like. For my first nine years of school, because she always went to work, like I never been, I had perfect attendance for my first nine years of school. Oh, first I definitely had perfect attendance for sure. Like, and that was from her, like I'm, like she wasn't yeah. not going to work or not Ain't doing no nothing. And I say all of that to say, right? I say all that to say, I've always had a level of admiration for how much she did. So I never really felt like I had a room to complain about how she may have made me feel in the midst of being busy or providing for me. So I've always looked at my mom in that sense more so like, and it, it may be a, a bad thing to address, like my feelings really don't matter as long as she made sure I had everything that I needed to have. So that's how I've always kind of looked at it. Do you, do you think that if you were to bring some of those things to the forefront, if it's anything, mm -hmm. do you think it would affect her progress? And so for that sake, you say, nah, you know what? She's 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 moving forward. She's doing some things. She's 
you know she's growing she's benefiting she's enjoying life who am I who am I even though I'm her son who am I to bring this news to her this information do you ever feel that way like no 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 I don't think that it would burn her in that way I just for me like I said it 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 never has really came up that way and what she's always warned me of though is if she ever starts to act like my grandmother her mom then let her know because I our grandma used to be a whole handful okay. and she'll go in on you and my mom does show tendencies <laughs> of her and when you're pointed out to her she gets so mad that's what'll bring my mom like okay. I'm doing too much like you're acting like your mama like but you ain't telling no homies though like like uh you, know like you ain't never I, said I like bro it. like low key I, I've, I've never had that conversation with nobody have you like, felt that way though I, I, I definitely have now, I, I don't know a specific I don't know if I could just reel off something specifically yeah, right. off the top of my head right now but I know that I definitely have but again that just comes from we kind of know each other's boundaries me and, and most of my friends so it ain't gonna get to a point where they are purposely disrespecting and then we've been knowing each other for so long you kind of like shrug it off no apologies Man, I, needed though it ain't you don't think it's because because the apology represents that's a good question yeah, I just need right. you to acknowledge like yo it's like alright bro my bad I, I do know that's your trigger for you or bro I know that's a sensitive area or a sensitive subject I, I really didn't think about it instead of just shrugging off like yo so nigga we hit the club or yo we about to hit the court like Sometimes that sorry is just like you acknowledge my feelings. Yeah, that's true. And I had to get into a relationship to learn that. You're absolutely oh, right. But yeah. I don't think so, bro. I don't think so. Hey, I, okay. I I may have some conversations this week when guys listen to it and say you remember this or remember that and maybe there'll be an update on it. But I can't think of mm-hmm. not once off the top. I told the story of <laughs> that I, when the guy swung on me when we was hooping, right? I told oh, yeah, that story. Yeah, yeah, you like, was cooking. He did. He called and apologized. Like, we, years later, he, well, not even years later, like the following week, but he just was never really the same. He, he, I mean, I'm sorry, bro. He was just doing too much. That's the only kind of conversation I could feel like that I remember having that way. And it was one other time, me and a homeboy of mine, he probably, I don't know if Tony will listen to this. But me and a homeboy of mine, we were in a wreck. And he well, he was in the passenger seat of my car. He went and got a lawyer. And we was young. I think the lawyer told him not to talk to not to talk to <laughs> because it would be like the detrimental to his case. Because they was I think come to find out he was suing my insurance company. Or maybe it was either mine or the guy that hit us. I'm not sure. However, that was the first accident I was in. And Antonio and I, we was cool, but we, I mean, we weren't best friends. We still cool to this day. But I say I let to say he apologized to me because he had kind of froze me out during that whole process mm-hmm. of going through the wreck. But when he apologized, he came with an envelope full of money. I think he gave me like I don't know how much money. It was it was a nice little chunk of change though that he got from himself. Man, shout he hit out me to off him, with. man. Like yeah, shout out to Tony, yo, man. But like he was like, man, the lawyer. I know at the end of he's like, man, your lawyer told me don't talk to you, man. I was just trying to get to sell him and woo the woo and this and that, and and he told me that and gave me an envelope, a, a SunTrust envelope, fresh crisp, crisp hundred dollar bills and uh Uh, but yeah, that's that's like really that was a long time ago, man. That was like my first car, like well, excuse me, that was like college. 
Okay, but I can't so just remember with some close, close friends that I grew up with that we just like had those conversations. Though. I mean, it, it can get awkward, but I do think that because I, I, I would let I would let a friend know, like yo, like you hurt my feelings, but I won't let a friend know. What would something? What I got? What? What, what, what is something a, that a friend could do to hurt your feelings? Though? Like you, we talking about joking it's, and you took it the really, wrong way, really or we talking about they handled you the wrong way. Like it's really hard. I consider days, I'm, I'm just gonna throw some way out out the rim. Let's just say like like okay, so like me me and my brother, uh, me and my brother and my wife, we was I don't remember what the occasion was. Uh, we was going to the club. This was years ago because I definitely don't go to the club. Uh, we went to the club some years ago And my brother This guy It's a long story But he didn't have his ID So He couldn't get in So immediately I'm like Okay well I'm not going in My brother can't get in I ain't going in Now she, I, I believe she oh, went I in But, she, but she had a friend in there So I wasn't tripping I was like alright but go ahead Go ahead Like no no, no problem like I'm gonna stay here with my brother. We outside. We walking around. You know, Broad River, whatever. But like in the reverse, if this was like one of my homeboys, and like let's see, it's a group of us. And it's like all three of y'all got what y'all need, y'all ID, but I don't got it. And y'all be like, all right, bro. Well, we gonna we gonna hang out for a little bit. We come back. That right there, I'd be like, oh, so for real. Like again, I'm not the person that I will tell y'all to go. Because I'm not I don't I never like to put myself in like I'm so important That everybody should Drop everything And wait on Maurice However In a moment like that Where it's like Yo It's really not that deep Like we can go somewhere else So we can find something else to do I would be more like Alright bros Like I'm glad y'all had a good time But Like for example Here's You would tell them Yeah like Even no, though here, it's your fault No here's Here's a perfect example I got it And I ain't trying to be long with it When I got that DUI I got that DUI. I told y'all about it previously. I crashed into a car. I went to jail. My wife was reaching out, trying to get information like what happened. What happened to Maurice? What happened to my husband? What's going on? And so they was like, you know, oh, this happened, this happened. He left. He was this and that. He was drunk, blah, 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 yada, yada. And so they was like, if you need anything, just let us know. So she started reaching out saying, hey, yo, bail money or or this, or can y'all do this? I don't remember exactly the whole detail, but like, Niggas wasn't stepping up to the plate So when I got out of jail I dealt with a level of depression But when I got out of jail uh, Me and her had a conversation She was like I'm not trying to tell you about your friends Like not to be friends with them I'm just going to tell you what happened She went through the whole scoop I waited for a while I didn't talk to nobody And then when I, when it, when I finally got Comfortable and okay with myself Being free I called both I, I called two out of the three the third one I didn't call because we wasn't as close. We were, we were brothers from our brotherhood in college, but I didn't expect anything from him. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you was there kicking it with us before I left. That's cool. I, I didn't, even though you was one of the people saying, if you need anything, I got it. But the other two, y'all my nigga niggas. Like we, you know what I'm saying? One was my roommate in college and the other one used to stay in our dorm all the time. He my cousin through marriage. So I, I called both of them Had a conversation I told them like Do y'all look at my wife as y'all sister 
They was like, yeah. I said, okay, she your sister, right? And y'all look at me as your brother. Then why weren't y'all there when she needed y'all? So let me ask you a question. Yeah. How would they have communicated to your wife or you that they didn't have? Just say it. That's hard though, right? No, it's not. For you. What? Hard, hard when, for what? When, when people are carrying themselves in a certain way, and now it's time to show the cash per se. If they telling you, man, I'm, I ain't, I ain't got no extra, bro. But then the nigga buy a TV or, or whatever it may be, <laughs> you be like, I thought you didn't have no money, bro. Like, is that what you? Is that what you want? Because like, what if they truly was like, I didn't have it, but were too embarrassed to tell your your girl that? Like you said, that's not your friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, your girl's not their friend. You are. Mm-hmm. So how could they? She may have a certain expectation, a certain level that she sees them at, and then they tell her, oh, "I ain't got no money. I'm gonna check the check, nigga." Mm-hmm. So how would they have relayed that to her? I mean, just again, that's why I asked. Well, the question to you, I asked. yeah, go ahead. Well, well, that's why I asked the question I asked. You know, I said, "Is that your sister?" Yeah. Do you look at her? I said, "Do you look at her?" Like so you she, feel like they close enough to her where they should have been like that. Yeah, like that. They know me and her been rocking for a long time. Like she been around right. through the ups and downs, even when I wasn't a good boyfriend and I was walking the line. You know what I mean? Right. Doing Hank doing stuff I shouldn't have been doing for real. Yeah. But like they they knew. But at the end of the day, I still was with her before we got to this side of things of marriage. And so I asked them, like, do you look at her as your sister? Mm-hmm. First, I, I think I asked first, do you look at me as your brother? It's like, yeah, do you look at her as your sister? And then from there. So if you don't have it, just say, look, that's sis. Than it, that's way easier than it sounds, though. No, no, it's not that hard, bro. It's not like that hard. Because like, I've never it, been a like, person. I get what you're saying. I but I've never been a person that, that I've been in, had a hard time to say, yo, bro, I'm broke. Or bro, I'm you haven't. Out. You haven't, though. But I don't understand what's the. what does that mean? That's not an equivalent to your value. I'm like, not you're not less is. of a person because you ain't got money. To you, you look at it that way is what I'm saying. That's the only thing I'm trying to relate. I'm not saying that you're wrong or you're right. You look at it that way, though. Someone else may equate all their value with their money. And now they equating all their value and their money. Somebody hitting them up like, oh, I need this. Or can I get this? And they faking how they living. They faking it till they make it or whatnot. Ain't got it. Embarrassed about it. How they supposed to relate it? I know we we talking about communication, which is why I asked. I I totally get where you coming from because I done been in that scenario. Thank God I come from a strong foundation where I ain't have to reach outside of that to get what I needed to, mm-hmm. to get bail and all of that shit. But I know what you mean. Like I've been there before too. But sometimes niggas is just you'd be very surprised at how many niggas who you think got it or would be well off. You see them go to work. You see them fresh. Like they ain't got. No extra money to give to nothing. No, nobody. I, I'm one of them. Like I, <laughs> I mean, not at this. I know. Point, yeah, it's shit. But, I, that but ain't yeah, but I, to be like. That's, yeah, I get what you're saying. So I, I just say that to say sometimes we fall short of yeah, looking at the whole chessboard per se. And it's easy yeah. for us. I try to do this in my relationships and everything. Now, like everything matters. Not just what happened to me, but like what prevented you from stepping up. Like I feel you should have. Is there something going on with you? Like, I just feel like there's always another level to dig deeper. And while I get what you're saying, it may be in a case there where niggas is like, 
man, I ain't got no money. Especially around college times, I could imagine trying to give a nigga some money to be Well, that wasn't out. college times. This was after college. It was grown for no, this was This is jobs. It's like 27. Niggas got 401 days. Like, nigga, yeah, niggas, this is like 27 with health insurance. Niggas should have been able to make stuff on everything, bro. That's what that's you're saying. I'm, but I mean, it wasn't nothing, but what? Five? It was like $500? Thousand. Yeah, yeah, about five hundred. Yeah, I mean, we we ended up, you know, her parents ended up, uh, you know, get me out, and then we we took out like a little payday loan. Yeah, yeah. gave that to them, and we thank took, God it wasn't that much. Yeah, for yeah, 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 like, yeah, and we and we but, yeah, but that ten thousand dollar ticket that you oh man, like that first time was cheap. That just like oh, but like ultimately, I did tell them like I had conversations with both of them, and they did better after that though. Like they. I never because I'm not niggas. I should have never gave you niggas money. Nah, I mean, nah, they they still do. But I, but I, my thing was, it's not about the money. It's it's you know, it's most of us are principal led people, so it was never about the money. It's just like you know, what I'm saying, like, look, be there. Like that's my my strongest ability in my relationship and my. being a father just being just be there in any capacity you can be that sometimes actions speak louder than words as we're talking about communication so just be there that's all i was looking for them to do if you say hey what do you need you say okay well i don't have that but what else can i do that's all you gotta do okay well call me if you need something else and that's all you gotta do so I can't I have no problem addressing it. Now I tell you It took me a while To address my dad And tell him He was he was hurting me Cause he See, was That's he, completely opposite For me I had that conversation Very early on With my pops Cause we didn't grow up together yeah. So like he would call me And he hit me up Like Damn little daddy You ain't answer the phone What you too busy You got too much You too busy Like He would continuously do that I told him Like man Look bro Like I tried to get in touch With you for 30 years Nigga like You <laughs> wasn't on the phone like and I'm saying it real like I'm not trying to get in touch with but just you know what I mean like yeah. you wasn't around to answer the call for me for a long ass time so now when I'm busy sometimes don't take it no type of way and he took very well to it though he's like I get it he's like I ain't even know it affects you like in my bed like I, I was joking around that's how I play but I won't do that and he ain't done sense yeah that's the trick like you yeah. like right he ain't done sense absolutely but I, I think when as you were talking to what made me real I don't think that I'm as vulnerable for any of my close circle of friends that we're that vulnerable with each other to have our feelings hurt, which probably, I don't know if that's a gift or a curse. To go with what you're saying, like the vulnerability isn't really there to be like, man, but it hurt my feelings. Like, I don't even think that we would be in those places. And as you were saying that the only person that I do or have consistently had conversations like that with I will modify that is Jay Ho from the FSP Full Sport Press podcast. Cause Jay and I talk a little bit more freely with each other. Like I like I give him my opinion on cause like some shit I call him on his bullshit way quicker than I will. And he'll do the same for me. Like there's less of a whole back factor. And with that being said, there's also more vulnerable factor where you can be like, bro, you said that you really you threw me off. You had me fucked up right here. Mm. Like that, that so he and I have had those conversations and okay. apologies or whatnot. Uh, but with my real close knit friends, other than him, I just can't say that it's happened. Well, we got to um, be careful to not try to because we know our friends so well. Doesn't mean that we that sometimes chastisement is necessary because it could be the benefit for both 
you as an individual, them as an individual, and and the relationship. So sometimes what happens is we'll give them the benefit of the doubt, but we can overly use that. And when right. we overly use that bit, oh, well, they probably meant this. Oh, this is probably the intent. Nah, they would never do that. Nah, they. We start trying to rationalize things where we should ask questions, or we should, or, or we should challenge. So, so it's necessary when it comes to communication with our with our brothers, like. That's what yep. we get lazy with sometimes as friends, as yeah. people in relationships and yeah. business partners. We get lazy with the questions. You, I do it. I know you do it. I yep. know. I like we do. just get lazy with the not even trying to figure out the person's intent and immediately running off with, oh, I thought you were saying this. Mm-hmm. Oh, nigga, relax. Adulting is draining, bro. It is. And you'll be at your wit's end at a moment that a text come through yeah. and a motherfucker just will have you fucked up uh, right in away. that moment, but they didn't even mean it that way. Yeah. So that's where you got to be careful. Like you said, as adults, it gets draining. I could imagine having kids and shit and having to oh, do yeah. it. But yeah, like, I, I fall victim to that and had to apologize. I'm not bad, bro. Like, it, it's just sometimes mm-hmm. you can be at your wit's end with a lot of shit going on. Absolutely. Oh, well, I think that that speaks. I think that we covered that really well on the communication. Uh, just a last thought that you can give for all generations, maybe particularly the younger generation that has, you know, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, you know, text mm-hmm. messages, emails. However, they have a lot of alternatives of communication. What advice would you do, you serve for them? You know, if they were to happen to be coming across another week in the books because we're here to provide a solution. What would you give them, Spike? For me, what's helped the best with communication is what we were just talking about. And that's being open-minded enough to ask questions. I really don't understand what you're trying to say. Well, maybe I do got an idea, but I, I really want you to stand on it. So I'm going to keep asking questions to try to get to where we need to be to, to have a productive conversation. We don't use that card enough in our communication, I feel like, because we try. We don't want to feel dumb. Mm-hmm. I mean, we want to act like we may know everything or we want we don't want someone else to look at us like we don't because we asking questions. Mm-hmm. But asking questions is a very important tool in the toolbox, man. Just being open enough to be like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit more. Let me ask you a question. Things of that nature. So that's what I would say. Being open enough to ask questions because as you learn more you create new pathways in your brain there was a study read so as you learn more and ask more questions new pathways are created in your brain which expands your ways of thinking continuously growing and getting to better places as we're trying to do it another week in the books that's a fact elevating the conversation mo we had some homework or did you have a final thought on it a final thought I, I was just gonna say I, I agree with Spike And I was just To add to it As a conclusion I, I would just say That like um, Just Get a, a proper gauge With the relationship you have Like with people With your brothers Or your, with your you know, Significant other uh, Get a proper gauge And then if If you know something Has hurt you Or you might be hurt A few times But you kind of Kept it on top Start building Towards These deeper conversation so that way you've opened the palette for the moment to uh, allow vulnerability because i've done that definitely done that with my wife uh definitely done that with my friends and my and my mother and my sister my sister don't really do that uh she's never really she's never hurt me but but like i've done it with my mother uh even my father in some capacity but it's a different kind of vibe but like if you know that they've hurt you a few times start opening up the window for deeper conversations to make them think 
That way, when they do it again, the vulnerability is okay to be exposed because now they have thought deep about things and how it affects people. So that's what I would say uh, to conclude that. But Spike said we had homework. Um, Spike, your homework assignment. I know it's been it's been a minute. You know what I mean? But Spike, I had sent you the Rory and Maul, uh, the Quentin Miller episode. I wanted to see what you thought about it. I thought this was really interesting. So I wanted to get your take on it. What did you think about it? Thumbs down. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I could. <laughs> this guy. I, I'm wondering, though. Like, why am I always having me listen to this? But it ain't. You didn't know because you didn't know me then. Like, I wouldn't. I was never into that whole story. I never thought that was interesting. I never thought the. Mm. Quentin Miller storyline. I didn't care about him, Drake. I know people have writers. Like, I always thought Meek Mill was lame for even making it such a big deal. So, okay. with that being said, because it was homework, I listened to the first 15 minutes of it. And again, it just, it, it never really registered for me. You stopped at 15? Yeah. I couldn't take no more, bro. He started telling the story about kicking the AR out of oh, the studio. Bro. I'm like, bro, who is this nigga to be kicking an AR out of the studio? Like, the nigga was trying to critique him on his music and he made them leave the studio. Like, I was like, bro, stop. Bro. So it's just a whole lot of. You're, everything you're saying is invalidated. You know that, don't you? Why is it? You didn't. You listen to 15 minutes out of an hour and a half. Yeah, I listened to the first 15. Minutes. Nah, bro. 15 minutes should be able to get you on a podcast it's a conversation crazy you to think that you're going to get things covered in 15 minutes bro sometimes well i would think that they literally talked about golf for 15 minutes we talked about golf for 15 minutes right and people who are tuning in like well okay these guys are nah bro (laughs) like (laughs) no i'm saying that's if you're asking me why i would do that then that's how i get out of here 15 minutes i can I determine pretty quickly or not if I'm gonna be satisfied or like something. Bro, and you're not but bro, you're not that good. You're not that good what, to in us. determining what I like? No, no, not that you turn what you like, but determining interesting information in fifteen minutes of an hour to two hour podcast. But here's the thing though, and we've talked about this. I don't find anybody on that platform interesting. So it was a real struggle to, for me to get to 15 minutes because I, I told you I never thought the Quinn Miller story was interesting. I while I respect Rory and Ma's journey, I don't feel like either one of them are an A Mike. So okay. it's nothing really against them. The whole time I'm sitting here thinking to throw it back on you, like, why would Mo send me this? And he knows how I feel about Rory and Ma, but he maybe he don't know how I feel about Quinn Miller. He ain't never really talked about that with him. But I know he know I I know he knows that I've expressed that these dudes are not interesting to me. Well, so I was wondering. Okay. I did have a question from the homework for the yeah. for the assigner. Mm-hmm. What was it about that interview, or what was it that stood out to you where you felt like it should be something that you wanted to share and and get into? I thought it was just interesting that I'm a Drake fan. I was a Meek fan at one point as well. So, mm-hmm. but you be you a Rory and Maul fan? Uh, no, not anymore. Really? When did this happen? 
within the uh, last three weeks no 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 not like because when they initially started to pod probably like five episodes in they was giving it up crazy on the like like they would because they wasn't doing the pop culture stuff they was doing the personal stuff for like y'all yeah, was at the club the other day i was with old girl i was like oh yeah this is what i've been waiting on because I, I used to love when they used to do that on joe budden but then they got back into the formulaic style of talking about recent events and then i'm like okay i'm not i don't care for this i don't i don't i'm not I'm not here for y'all to do that. I was all, I was always here for Joe to do that because that was his bag. But them, I used to love when Roy got personal on like, yo, oh girl, you know when they hit you with the text or mom, but like, yo, crazy when I was like, I was always here for that. And they started off that way, but then they veered off, and I was like, okay. So I, I I'm not a fan of them nor Joe Budden. However, I thought I thought this wait was interesting. Wait, tell me who you are a fan of then. In podcasting, yeah. Cole Kushner. Okay, and he only does a format style. Like, do, are you a fan of someone that does the style of Rory, Maul, Joe Budden, or that's just like not an open a discussion. style that you're open to? Yeah. I mean, really, y'all, that's it on okay. deck. That's that that's makes sense. and that and that's even then it's still a specific, you know, catered content but i get what you're saying yeah i'm picking just, up what you're putting down i don't care no more because i used to be into it but i'm like all the real anti like yeah it's what's just, going on because yeah, it's like it's just and we'll have per- to get into that in another oh, we episode. definitely can because it's like it's just yeah everybody talking about safe. the same thing i want you to know that it ain't safe what ain't safe it ain't safe to hide from what's going on <laughs> no I, I, I know it ain't safe <laughs> i'm a I'm believer brother you. you we talked about but it go ahead. I, I know go it ain't nothing safe but uh go ahead. But uh, I just to, to wrap that up. But I, I just thought that it was an interesting story. But I didn't. Now that I realize you're not a Drake fan, you're not a, a Meek fan. Then of course, yeah. And then you're not a Roy and Maul fan. So this is zero caliber. But I yeah, do that think was really hard for me. To but get I, I can't minutes. say I this enough, bro. You 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 chastise me. I don't. Read. Do, I've no, no, <laughs> no 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 no. You chastise me for not wanting to read an article. Yeah. Apply. So let me tell you this. This some. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna reveal something to you. I don't like when you send me articles. Okay. Because I don't like. I'm not like. Okay, here's the perfect equivalent. When you said to me when I sent you Ghost Whisperers, that little soprano thing, where you said if this was in a podcast format, I would listen. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's on YouTube and I can't lock my phone, I'm not here for it. That's exactly mm-hmm. how I feel about articles. When you send me that, like when the dude was dying and he was talking about his son and this and that, and it was long, I'm like, I when I read, it's got to be from the ringer. Yes, when I when I read, it has to be something I chose because I'm now saying I'm going to put total focus, just like you Mm -hmm. are with YouTube. I'm putting all my focus, my listening, my my uh, thinking, and my sight. I'm putting it into this right now. So for me, that's how I feel about articles. However. Once you you went on your dissertation saying, "Hey, this is why," and I didn't. It wasn't a dissertation. It was just <laughs> when that you, went you on didn't your... ask that. What we just talked about, you didn't ask the question. You automatically assumed that they had to do some with something else to, well, you, to let you, people but, in on the. But you the, tell me how the to send you something with a. Would you tell no, me to send no, something you, with a preface, oh, and you didn't send me made. with a preface? Because that was part of the conversation that we were having, but because it was an article, you thought that it wasn't. What, what we were having? We wouldn't have no conversation. You just sent that. You said I updated the doc, but I hadn't right. looked at the doc. I'm just like, all right, cool. 
Exactly. You didn't say, hey, I, I put I this updated on the doc, the doc with this. I thought they're updating the doc. Yeah, I'm not. This is no right or wrong. I'm not telling you that you're wrong. Yeah. I'm, however, explaining my side of it because mm-hmm. it seems to be some miscommunication here and what we're talking about. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I thought I, I responded to the last thing that you said with that. I updated the doc because you asked me about have you ever backed out of something or changed oh, your yeah, opinion yeah. on something? Walked it back, right? yeah. Walk stuff back. That's how the whole walk your stuff back topic came up. Mm-hmm. I thought that was perfect to go with the shop and them pulling the Kanye West. Mm-hmm. I didn't lead with that, but I did respond to your text with that. Mm-hmm. I thought that you would click it and put two and two together. That's my bad. But okay. you didn't even read it. You were just like, well, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> I was well, because like, the initial is like, you just dropped it in the text. I'm like, after telling you that I updated the doc. But, but so here's is, how my mind worked. My, okay. In my mind, I would have went to the doc. I'm like, what is this nigga talking about? Then I would have went to the doc. And then, but that's exactly how my mind works. Okay. I can't put that on you. Okay. So that's me with lack of giving you some more information. But you were sassy in the response, like, "Well, nigga, what is this? I ain't reading nothing else about wow, Kanye West. Nigga. This, ain't, this ain't no Kanye West stuff. Like, guy. I ain't reading him no more. All it is it's about the music. It's about the music. <laughs> I don't want to see it. That's funny. That's like why it. you got the dissertation. I was like, oh, okay. Let that me is... explain this to Mo, man. Nah, but he articulated it very well. He's he's definitely been doing this a while, speaking and text messaging, because mm-hmm. you articulated it very well. <laughs> with the disservice uh you know vocabulary but again but I that's spoke. one of the beautiful things to, to but i think that's one of the beautiful things about doing this podcast yeah us meeting and being able to work together even when animal brown and i spoke on just our relationship as far as how you like if you're thin skinned while you're trying to content create and do certain things or if you take stuff personal and don't communicate and mention like hey man this is what i meant i i've learned very recently i ain't always been like this but you do have to overextend yourself and really explain because people can't see inside your head man. Mm-hmm. and yeah, i used that true. used to frustrate me but it doesn't as much anymore because mm-hmm. i feel like that i can explain what i'm trying to say if they're open to listening i only get frustrated when motherfuckers just like try not to understand you like okay yeah. Got a different I, I agree and and so i said i say all that to say again i've spoke about this before but i'm putting it on air and i'm i'm, I'm putting spike's feet to the fire mm-hmm. if you're not going to i don't care how cringy i don't care how i'm not into it i don't care how nothing if you're not going to do is due diligence to take however amount of time of your week to, to spend on this homework, then let's do without because what's the proper amount of time for you? I, bro, I wanted to get out of there on the homework you sent me. And I was about to, but I said no. Nope, nope. Do it though. That, but that's the thing. Uh, I think nah. that's the thing about the homework. Mm-mm. That's not you what can approach you can approach it your way. Bro. I can approach it. Wait, have, wait let me finish. Okay. You're saying that's not what it's about. This definitely shouldn't be about forcing something on someone that they don't want to listen to. I think one of the beautiful things about it is if it's something that didn't catch my attention, then bringing it and having the conversation as to, okay, well, why was this presented? It's good that you say, I would never want you to come here and say, man, I suffered through whatever it was that I sent you. I would prefer you come on here and say, man, I cut that off after two minutes because now that's a broader conversation. 
If you sit there and roll your eyes like you're doing now for 10 minutes, then I don't even want to speak about it with you because that's how you were approaching it anyway. So I'm never going to get nothing out of you from it. Nah, Does that make any sense? No, nah, it don't because... Does it not make sense or do you not agree? No, it doesn't it's make two sense. different things. It doesn't make sense and I it don't doesn't, agree. Okay. The reason Tell it me why it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because if you're going to step in and have a conversation like, I didn't like it. Okay, well then be respectable about yo. I listened to all two hours and forty minutes of it, and there was some that might been like because you can't get a fair gauge of what was received because you, how many times you watch a basketball game or football game in a halftime they getting blown out. You about to just turn the TV off? No, you don't. No, 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 it ain't because then it's like yes, it is because sports is real life. Like with the movie, a book, or TV, a podcast, a YouTube video for me. It may be different for you. Like you're but, trying but, to but, make it a broad. But wait, wait, wait. It may be different for you. I can tell within. The, I, there's plenty of shows that I've cut off after ten minutes and never revisited because I knew it wouldn't work for me for that. I can't suffer through a whole thing if I know immediately that it won't work for me because I'm not going to get anything from it. But that's the that's the problem. Like you're making a. That's test. not a problem. It's not a problem though. But but here's you here's that it works that way this, for you. No 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 no. This is why it's a problem it for, for someone else. But, but here's what I'm saying. You're right. But here's why it's a problem for this section. It's a problem because you're making an assessment with your bias. You can't come in with your bias unless you listen to the whole thing and say, okay, it turned around around the uh, hour marker. I, I wasn't feeling it up until that point. It might be like, oh, I listened to all hour and a half of this, and it, it was garbage. Like, I didn't like this, that. But to jump in and say, oh, I listened to this. I couldn't bear this. It's like, it's a disservice to the section. It's a disservice to the effort you that just take it personally it's not a disservice because Bro, it even gives us this way. conversation it even gives us this conversation like right now people are tuned in listening to this you're frustrated because it's not going the way that you want it to no, that's however it's still good content that's not i true. can see it on your facebook but no I'm no, no that's it's not true good content you're telling me had i looked at that whole rory and mall like you're saying right let's say we did that mm. we don't even get this conversation that we're having which is gold this is good podcast because we're genuinely disagreeing about something but you're rolling your eyes and telling me it's wrong when we're right here in the moment and i'm telling you that it is working and it's right i'm saying you're because had i listened to all of it we would be through with this it would be over we wouldn't be having no more conversation nah. am i wrong or right i mean what is the objective though the like objective you're saying is to like, have oh, good content we, on this pl platform, okay, right? Well then, it ain't about watching Rory and Maul. That's, that's why I said it would be wonderful if you came on here and you told me, hey, man, I tried that bullshit, Lou, and you cut it out because that establishes personality for you and me. That establishes talking points. That establishes an ongoing recall to a show. Now people tuned in, they have a tone of what's going on. So when you say, hey, man, you checked it out 15 minutes versus taking offense to it, you now have something to work off of versus being like, man, I don't even want to do it if you're not going to look at it, bro. It ain't nah. really for you. It's not for the experience in me to watch it. It's for the people that are listening to this. But we, they we, enjoy this. Okay, that that's fine. But it's not, I don't take it personal. I, you cannot like anything I send you. It's not about that at this point because we already had that conversation. It's not about that for me. It's not about that. It's like you text me earlier. You you went into that and then I, I realized, oh, you added it to the doc. This is necessary. I don't care nothing about this, but because 
I didn't realize you added it to the doc. Let me do a true service. That's why I said, what do I need to read? So to tie it back to what I'm saying is if I'm saying, hey, yo, check this out. I don't care if you got to struggle through it. Like I told you, one of the mantras I live through is sometimes you got to sit through some things. It might suck sometimes. Sometimes you got to go to the BMV. Sometimes you got to go pay a bill. Fit. Sometimes you got to do things that suck if that's what it is. But at the end of the day, you got to do it. And sometimes you might be surprised at what you gain or sometimes you, it might just be what it is. But I to don't not live my life like that, Mo. I can't do that. That's not you don't make it to a certain place in your life like man i got i'm gonna sit through something that sucked just because <laughs> okay this is something we'll we'll, we'll have to revisit this then because i think yeah, I mean, we finish we, your thought though what i'm saying is i don't mind you not liking it but like we keep we it to keep coming back to the point where it's like i don't like this and i don't do i not like this i'm cutting it short because i ain't got time mm-hmm. for the suggestion i ain't got right. time for this that's you take the, that personal For the show now You take it personal That's what I'm asking you Do you take it personal Because the object no, of the no, show No 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 I don't take it personal Let me I, Okay The object of the show Is to provide good content Correct Okay That's part of it You see you, you You're doing this thing That young dudes do Mo You not you try not to agree Because you know You no, realize because I agree I told you You walked me back early We're making this show Right here To put good content out Right Okay yeah so if you're listening to this right now, would you or would you not think that this is good content? This would be personable. You could tell that this is really two people working through to solve something that they want to be good, right or wrong. Could you not tell that as someone that listens to podcasts? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's my point. That's what comes from when you say you cut it out 15 minutes because now you have the room for litigation to talk. It's not just, oh, we relayed this information. Y'all watched it. I didn't like it. I asked you. I said, what was it that you wanted me to take from it? You were like, oh, I didn't realize that you didn't like Quentin Miller. I didn't realize that you didn't like me, that you didn't like Drake, that that didn't interest you. That didn't matter. Right? Like, I checked it out for the 15 minutes. I gave it as just do, and now we're talking about it. We've had a good 20-minute conversation about it. But for some reason, you still feel away because you think that I'm not doing it as just do. That's a personal thing. That's not for content. The content is good. It's you personally saying, man, I want you to check out what I send you. I, I don't like, I don't take it any type of way, bro. You cannot read anything that I send you ever. I'm not ever going to take it away because that's not the objective. Would you agree or disagree with that? I disagree. Okay. What's the objective for you? <laughs> I mean, I get it. If if you're just saying like, hey, this for the sake of the show, like if this no, is What's the objective? My not obje- getting it. My objective is, is again is how hard is it? See, that's not fair, Mo. You don't live my fair? life, I don't live your life. When you say how hard is it's it? It's hard to do listen you know to what something? else? Absolutely. To take an hour and fifteen minutes? Out of out of seven days of a week. It's so hard you to gauge in my seven days though? We I'm talked like, about this already. Like that's disrespectful to people that do anything. Like you said, I wouldn't dare say, well, damn, you didn't have time. Because I know how hard it is to have kids, a wife, a job, okay. to do a lot of different things. So I would never, when you say, well, you didn't listen to it, how hard is it? It don't matter how hard it is. You didn't do it, that's fine. But you're taking it personal when I don't do it. You're saying, well, man, that's disrespectful to me when that's not the case. How? But it would how be the important? case if I'm just dismissing it totally. Okay. 
Well, we, we, we'll we'll agree to uh, disagree. Um, I did listen to uh, Spike's homework, The End of the World. Uh, I think I listened to the episode End. Uh, I think dude has some interesting takes. Um, I was about to be out of there, but I said, nah, let me continue on. Let me listen through everything he has to say. I think he has some interesting things. Uh, I don't agree with it because of my belief, but I thought it was interesting where he was coming from. He sounded like he's a, a, a guy for the people. It's the end of the world podcast. I listened to it on Spotify. So um, I thought that was, I thought it was interesting. That's, that's as far as I can go with it. Uh, I didn't agree with him, but I thought it was interesting. I thought his perspective was uh, interesting. And I, I felt like he was really for the people uh, from where he's coming from. And, you know, uh, he was trying to offer solution and I can never knock anybody for trying to offer solution, even if you don't agree. People trying to problem solve. So that I can appreciate from the end of the world podcast. So uh, that's why. And you know what that sounded like? Like you suffered through it. It sounded like you suffered through that. Like you're mad. You're ready to get off here. You're over it. And that's why. That's my point to the whole thing. It sounded like you didn't want to hear that. You have different beliefs. That would have been a great conversation. I cut it off three minutes in, Lou, because you know I don't believe in that. You know I go to church every Sunday. Okay, well, let's talk about that. Versus, oh, I suffered through this because he asked me to. That ain't, that's not, that's not conducive to what we're doing, in my opinion. That's exactly why, just the way that you gave that answer, that was the flattest answer to, to be giving you positive on the spot feedback and someone who wants to see you and value your opinion and your success in this that was the flattest answer that you gave the whole podcast and that's what i mean well i didn't think this section was the section of a deep dive the whole section is bro it all is that's what it's all encompassing every another week in the books it all encompasses that okay all right well uh I think I had something, but we'll come back next week for the homework assignments. Um, it's been another week in the books, man. Y'all can uh, hit us up, email awitb2022 at gmail.com. Y'all can also hit us up on Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Mari's, uh, the underscore Mari's underscore, uh, the conceptual Mari's Hunt three on Instagram. Uh, check out my other podcast, Roll the Audio Drama Series. Uh, it's a written script where I'm acting, producing, sound effects, all that good stuff. Spike, where, they, where can they find you at, bro? AWITB2022 at gmail.com. Right into the show. Let us know how you're feeling about it. Rate, subscribe, like on all your favorite podcast platforms. Another week in the books, also on Instagram and no Twitters on Instagram. <laughs> yeah.